Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Lightbringers podcast. Hope you're well. Hope you're good wherever you are in the world today. Listening live or watching on YouTube, Twitch, VOD, listening on Spotify, Anchor, on all the other places as I try to hide the rest of our team because I will laugh otherwise if I look at them. Um, <laughs> talking about the JC today, co-streamed the guild chat. If you missed it, you missed out. But next time, maybe you can join us. And also, we're going to talk about the JC right now from the Guild Wars 2 End of Dragons release in February. They revealed a bit of the map. And we're going to talk about it. And I'm going to allow the microphone to be opened. Oh, no, actually, that's not, not you. That's something else. Are you guys excited for the End of Dragons Paw released? I'm, I'm excited know. for the End of Dragons Paw release. I, I don't know what I was, what I was trying to say, that, actually. No, honestly. Uh, My brain. Okay. My brain. Yes. Truth can do the intro last because of the brain. Um, yes. How is everyone? I hope everyone is good. We're going to do intros first. Who is the person below me first? It is Rook. 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 <laughs> Hello everybody, I'm Rook. Oh god. <laughs> Very excited to be here. Um, thank you. I... <laughs> oh, wow. Jebra, you're doing so good. Like, you're really up against just impossible odds with the three of us here. And I oh. really think you're doing great. Um, don't worry about it. Hey everyone, I am Rook, and it's nice to, it's nice to see you all again. I'm doing great personally. Um, it's been a great week. Really excited about JNC preview. Um, really excited about the p expansion. This is literally not. Um, I'm not wiping yeah. this. This is continue. This is it now. Great. In. Uh, yeah, you can you can find me everywhere uh, soon. Rukuri, um, <laughs> currently right now, so bird of chess, um, and have some exciting some exciting things coming up. So keep an eye out on YouTube and oh all God. the things. Thanks so much. Thanks and Twitch. You can find me here streaming. I love video games. <laughs> oh wow! Rook out, Heimlich, Deborah. Rook out. Oh, no, I'm not okay. I'm not okay at all. You know how to do a stealth Heimlich? Find a chair. <laughs> I got one. What do I like? Smash myself over the back? You really? do. You do. No, yeah. it, it, go in on the front. You like go over and go. Ugh. Oh, okay. Go. Cool. Oh, now yeah. I know. Thank you. Education. If you didn't it watch the, watch, if you didn't watch the stream, like you have to come, come watch the vod so you can just see boots do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have to make that noise too. <laughs> Rook, uh, sorry, Rook. Correctly, as I will, as I will correct myself. Rook. Welcome. Hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm crap. Crap. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little crapple puff. Aww. Oh. That's actually adorable. I kind of want to call you that forever. Aww. Should I do my intro now? Yeah. No. That's what we're doing. Okay. That's what we're doing. <laughs> no, Hi, don't everyone. talk. Just, just save it. Yeah. Just cackle. Hi everyone. My name is Kroof. I do a lot of YouTube stuff over on my channel, which you can find if you type into the search bar K R O O F. It's pretty simple it's like roof but with a k i don't know why i landed on that name but i did i mean i do a lot of yeah. stuff and i'm also here on twitch tuesdays wednesdays thursdays and fridays when i'm asked on podcasts and if we're not podcasting i'll do my own stuff for fun um is that the end? I like <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I like video games grouped up. <laughs> I like I like ending sentences with um period because it keeps the, the audience in suspense. Mm. So thank yeah. you for having me. <laughs> no worries. It's good to have you back. <laughs> Cruff. Uh, <laughs> honestly. Uh, and also we have boots. Double O. And I got yeah, it right. Hold on a second. I got a text. Okay. Is this a uh, bit? Oh, no, no. Uh, I did just get a text, but it's it's not important. It's fine. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought this was a bit. I was like, it's going to be so Yeah, no. I thought this was a bit for sure. No. I was like, wow. Boots is really going to keep us in suspense here. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um... You learned from the master. <laughs> wow, now you have become the master boots. The, the master boots. <laughs> Oh, oh, this is a family stream. No, it's not. <laughs> it's never going to be a family stream. It never has been, and it never will be. <laughs> Hello, I'm Boots. You can, watch uh, you can family, find but... me at Boots underscore Woe, uh, which is on Twitch or World of Enders, which is on YouTube. And other than that, uh, Kroof <laughs> joins me every Tuesday, pretty much. Right? You join me every Tuesday. Uh -huh. Sometimes on Thursdays, but yeah. Yeah, because 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 you're in chat and I have no one to talk to when I'm streaming, and it's it's really quite sad. <laughs> and so wow, Kroof is sad apparently. So yeah. there you go. It's, it's quite sad that I'm there, not with oh, no it's... one to talk to. Oh wow! And and then Kroof comes deep. and he, and and Kruf's like, "Hey, I got you, bro." Yeah. And then and then uh, yeah. It's nice. Tuesdays are a tough day to stream. They're quiet days sometimes. Tuesdays, Thursdays, you said? Tuesdays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Tuesdays, Thursdays. That's right. Okay, you heard him, everybody. You got me there. When I'm not otherwise occupied. Be there or be triangle. Because that's the idiom. I'll just leave it there, I think. Okay, so today there was the guild chat, and is, this is the 30th episode as well, so thank you very much for 30 episodes. These three people have been on many of them, so I thank them as well. And please go and check out their content, whatever they do, even Boots. So, <laughs> I, I mentioned Boots specifically, so that was kind. I mean, that's helpful, thank that you. Was that was helpful, nice. I think so. Tuesdays and Thursdays, so that sadness isn't a thing. Um, so, initial first thoughts, feelings, uh, when we saw the trailer, which I'm, uh, shall I show the trailer? I might show the trailer. Nah, actually, that, I can show, we can show the trailer while we're talking, because they actually showed it. Oh, there we go. Um, then we can talk about it. We're in that television, that's so old now. Um, uh, <laughs> it's fine. Guys, real quick, I ate too many chips too fast. Do you need the Heimlich maneuver? Are you okay? Do you need to poop? No, I just feel a little queasy. Oh okay. no! You want to take a second oh, go get no. some water? Mm, Too many yeah, pickle chips. I yeah. think so. Okay, I'll be Drop back. We'll carry it. We'll carry it a little bit. Oh, you actually do need to go to poop. <laughs> oh, you do. Okay, got you. Okay, number yeah, two. Yeah, is gonna go poop, so okay. <laughs> we'll keep talking My about poop. Boots is that. only half the size of that door. My least you know? <laughs> in the English dictionary is poop. I hate that word so much. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> why I this is it. not the poop. Poop is the normal thing. Everybody has to poop. No, but I, if I, for me, 
it's the sh word which is a, which is not a good word but it's like it's not a good thing so i can't say a good word for it it's more violent really than poop uh, poop is more child friendly yeah. but yeah. and this is we know is a family friendly podcast <laughs> yeah. so. i mean yeah. i try i try i try <laughs> i try to keep but it like you know yeah. it's, it's more clean yeah. than than family <laughs> leave it for the canning sewers we'll get there in time yeah uh, so yeah gc well um, how was the trailer yes. how was the trailer when you saw the yeah, trailer earlier trailer. this week what was the crew Lega, you seem to be really uh keen to talk about this first oh sure <laughs> just volunteering myself yes. i um in terms of the trailer i it wasn't my favorite trailer which I know I'm kind of like already going back to last week, but with Echo Valve, <laughs> you already say you hate it, yeah. yeah. I, I really <laughs> with Echo Valve Forest and Echo Valve Wilds, I actually really enjoyed the trailer more than the stream. But I feel like this time around, the trailer was uh, not as exciting for me. But we're we're gonna get to the the live stream here in a bit. But I just as to juxtapose the two, I enjoyed the stream more than I did the trailer. But we did see some cool things with the trailer uh, in terms of like that that crawler drill as they're calling it so that definitely piqued my my interest so it was it was a trailer yeah it, it is almost the reverse i agree with kurt like the trailer was fine i thought you know oh there's some interesting stuff that they showed and i am excited to learn more but i was actually surprised this time because with echo vault it felt like the trailer for echo vault gave me more things that i was like oh i really hope we get to see more of this or that or this and then maybe the actual live stream itself didn't quite showcase the things that I was hoping. Whereas this one, I went in and I felt like, oh, I feel you know, fairly confident that I have a glimpse of what this is. But then as we actually got into the, the live stream, I went, holy cow, I love this. I loved the people they had talking about it. I love the way they presented it. I loved the little areas they showed off. It felt like we really got some of those like images that are going to stick in my mind for this zone and keep me anchored to I want to see this for myself and you know see more and see what else there is awesome boots how did you feel about the trailer we're just talking about the trailer right now pre-stream oh uh I liked it I uh I only I didn't watch it more than once so I can't go too in depth about it I, I got really interested in what looked a lot like the um uh, the Juggernaut. The Juggernaut looks insanely cool. I think it's a Juggernaut, right? Are the, we pretty sure? Oh, the, the plant creature? No, no, no. Yeah, we like, the Warden. Isn't the that Warden? Warden? You think that's a Warden? I'm pretty sure that's a Warden. I'm in the Warden team. I think it's a Juggernaut. No, because the Juggernauts in Guild Wars 1 are like entirely plant. They're almost like plant elementals. Wardens were kind of like slightly plant-infused, which this seems... No, to but Wardens were like more humanoid like right, more this like... isn't the warden plant thing podcast this is the jt podcast and i want to know your feelings about the trailer talk about the bloody oh, wardens later when we i thought <laughs> i thought it looked pretty cool i thought uh seeing all the cool jade technology that new npc that we don't know anything about and the jade ma and then the juggernauts and uh and oh, also some pretty things i thought it was really nice i thought it was a good trailer yeah, I, I actually really liked the trailer. Uh, I thought that I thought it was good. I think that it's good that we saw some people in the trailer because we didn't see the people in the live stream. <laughs> so that's what gave it. The, the things I did like actually mostly about this was the NPCs and the characters actually, rather than the surrounding areas. Because I think that's where you, you what you're talking about, um, 
Kruf and Kruf and uh, Rook. Uh, when you're talking about the uh, the um, the visuals outside of obviously NPCs and characters, but if you look at some of the characters and you look at their faces and you look at the different options we may have as well, there's things like you know character creation uh, hints of character creation changes maybe in there as well as some armor changes. You've got Magitech armor in there as well from Engineer, oh, which did you I just noticed. Call it? What? Did you just say that again? Magitech. Magitech. Yeah. Like Maggie Johnson. M A G M A G I C E C H. Why? What do you say? Mag. Well, we. I usually say Magitech, but I well, have heard people pronounce it Magi or like like. So you. I'm English. Not incorrect. The, the word. The word M A G I has like three pronunciations. Yes. Yeah. It's. I. I Magitech. I'm also in the Magi. I'm in the Magi yeah, vibe. So Magi, so you're still with a J pronunciation of the G. So that's still Magi Tech or Magi Tech. But you're so so you're hedging your bets, uh, Jebro, and you're you're saying it's you're saying it's an E. I'm going to say if there's any English sound. people in the tech, in the chat in the tech <laughs> in the chat, like back me up here, please. or anyone that wants to comment on this video. Magi Tech, Magi Tech. It okay. sounds better. Magitech. Yeah, sure. Maggie I like tech. It. Maggie. It's like a gif or Maggie a gif. Made it. Yeah. No, it's not like a gif. <laughs> yeah, no one would say it like that. <laughs> Wait, do you? Are you no. on this podcast though? How? Alright, so <laughs> but look at the tech. Look at the tech. Look at yes. look, this this guy specific person specifically. The armor, like the Maggie tech, Magi tech, mm. Maggie GT tech. You're doing great. Look at the armor. <laughs> it looks very cool. Like the, the J tech mechs, the armor on the mobs, the, the humans. Look at the, just the idea of the future armor. Cause I think there's future armor stuff there. Like the. Uh, and know. if I'm not mistaken, oh. yeah. Like his boots are the Magitech medium boots, aren't they? Yep. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Is that the runic coat for medium armor? Could be. It might be. Could be, yeah. But the I shoulders think, look new. Yeah, there's some there's some like test tube kind of green things on the arm as well. Also, this shot specifically, and if you can't watch the video, I'm very, very sorry. You should. Uh, on Spotify, you can actually. Um, the wave, which is actually look like it could either it's either a wave that's frozen or it's they've tunneled into it. I'm not sure. I'm pretty. Sure. I want to believe it's more of a wave that's been frozen than anything. I feel like. But the thing is, there's wood right there, so I don't know if the JDC got pushed onto this or it's it's there. I don't understand what it is. Either 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 or. It looks cool, and um, we didn't see that in the um, actual live stream itself. Eva, and you've got all the people mining and stuff. So what we're talking about, it'd be nice to see people working on this stuff, and it's going to be cool in the map as well. We've got different kinds of golems as well, the JTech mechs. There's different kinds of them um, doing different work. And obviously, we keep seeing these platforms which moving around. Like, the technology in Camphor is ridiculously awesome part of this expansion, which I'm really personally excited about. Um, and almost the city as well, like, built into the rock, but also going higher up, like... You know, as 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 societies start to evolve further and further, they start to build up more because there's more population, there's more people, there's more condensed. Um, you know, everything starts to go into more of a centralized area. So these places getting higher and higher and higher up, you know, is a sign of how far they've come as well, I guess. But there's also like all of this 
where is it where is it in the trailer as well there's like this tubing which is like sending power like way across like the continent and stuff it's like it's more modern than Tyria is probably other than the like the asura areas probably i would suspect but like you know in terms of like modern technology areas this is going to be like a really really big mix in one map of like the heart forms and this is what i got from the just the trailer heart forms pathfire technology versus nature as well and the intermingling of both which i find massively interesting and awesome um, i would say it's probably yeah. yeah somewhere in between char technology and assur technology just technology wise with the jade tech uh maybe even some in some cases more advanced than assur technology the jade tech but but you know, it always interested me, you know, like the Char home city, right? Uh, yes. The Black Citadel. It's like 99% made of metal. Metal, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. I, I'm just like, so they... Wow, that's a lot of resources. And I, I think that's interesting, though, because it, it feels like they prioritize the strut like the defensive nature of the metal right for their stuff they 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 don't care about the cost of the material they don't care about like how difficult it is to make the things they care more that it is defensively um you know fortified there the black citadel and here you know you have the ancient structures you have the wood of the wood buildings not really caring about defense in that case it's more uh just the integration of the yeah the the new magic the new jade tech with the old buildings and it seems like they haven't really because i'm sure like you were saying a lot of those buildings grew up to mine the jade because of the magitech or the sorry the jade tech technology mm. So it looks like in these 250 years, or or at least they ha- they haven't really evolved their way of constructing houses that much. They've just sort of like added the ma- the jade tech stuff to the old way of constructing houses. It's interesting because like what yeah. would have happened? Like imagine what would have happened if the jade sea hadn't have even happened. Like you, can you imagine? Obviously, guild wasn't like wouldn't have happened, <laughs> but like you know, yeah. well it would have happened. Mm-hmm. But like you know, that wouldn't be catapulted into that era that they're maybe in but maybe they would have just gone a different way you know you don't know maybe they would have used water because of the sea and sea power and you know it could also be that the growth that jade has like incentivized although obviously it has been a while since we were there but like the growth and developments and technology that jade facilitated may have outpaced so drastically like a natural evolution like you were talking about Mm. you know Mm. something where art culture and other things like all together over slow progress start to integrate and evolve Mm. um we see that like reflected with a slower pace but it could be that this jump was so drastic with what was able to be achieved with jade that um you know there are still parts of the culture that they are like you were saying almost like just pushing the two things together you know like here is the more traditional cultural kind of look feel um the natural progression and then here are these other components that due to this supernatural event have changed the natural evolution and so like you see some areas where it's more integrated and more influential and then other areas where they are kind of either adapting old buildings or constructing things with the same templates of their you know culture that they had before this Mm. huge leap and trying to mix and mingle stuff in it definitely Mm. makes me wonder how long ago the jade technology came into being right because we find that out <laughs> hopefully we do that yeah. would be hopefully cool we do 
Be, mm-hmm. it, it must have been very, very recently because when you think about it, like the Industrial Revolution only happened like a hundred little years ago, not not very long ago. And this is it, the, we haven't seen Cantha for two hundred fifty years. If if the jade technology came into being more than like twenty years ago, must I don't have been. see. Must have been right. It must have actually started around the death of Zaitan, because that's probably when the jade itself started to show different properties. Because you think? The jade absorbs magic. So if there wasn't any like large source of magic that had died off at that point, I don't think they really would have taken notice of the jade. Maybe so the death of Zaitan is 10 years ago, right? I think it's more than 10. Or like nine years a ago. A little bit more. I mean, they probably, I think the, these are actually really interesting questions because it's like, did the jade already did have some magic in it, but it seems like oh, it because have, yeah. of, yeah, but it seems like because of just like this so much turmoil with the magic system of Tyria, narratively, maybe then they started to realize like, oh, we can actually go so much more than this. So they probably already were utilizing it to some degree, but maybe like we did see this industrial boom with the deaths. So maybe it was like kind of already there, but it just boomed mm. so much that they're like, oh, now in a 10 year span, look at all the things that we did. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. like there are any city, I mean, even in chat, I see people talking about the idea that like there are oftentimes like, you know, preserved buildings or older buildings alongside new development technology. There's all sorts of, you know, tradition and history alongside new modern innovation and all kinds of things. So like, I like that we see that a lot, but I do agree that it's very interesting that you're right, that like, given this radical upheaval of things that um, they they do still, I think, keep that part of their past yeah. within everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I, I do- it's... Sorry, I was just going to say, but like in this place in particular, the Jade Sea in particular, it seems like it's an important location to see the 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 history because they are mining the Jade here. And as they're mining the Jade here, they're building buildings further down the slopes, right, of this quarry. Mm-hmm. So the lowest buildings are the newest buildings, correct? Prob- yeah, it would have to be. You and so it. if the real big boom happened I the 10 highest, years ago... I thought the highest buildings would have been the old, oldest because that was the level of the I said the newest buildings. So the oh, lowest okay, buildings right, are the sorry. newest buildings. Right, right, right. So, yes. so, so those are the newest buildings. And if those still look like, you know, uh, historically accurate constructions that they did before, then they really haven't changed anything. In, in the, like where It's not like Beijing in that way, this area at least. Maybe Kainang will be different, but it's not like Beijing in that way where you have new types of designs and new constructions next to old ones it's old constructions all the way down turtles all the way down you know it's uh an interesting yeah. brought up kainang because i was going to just touch on that briefly of course we haven't seen that until next year but i think new kainang is probably the one area that is the most there's the highest chance of seeing like a complete modernization i mean considering that they they changed the name to from kainang city to new kainang does evoke some sense of modernity and progress in in more of a technological direction. So I think in terms of game, in terms of building the expansion, it's smart to keep certain areas that call back to Guild Wars 1 as nostalgia, because it is useful and also it reminds people of where they are. Uh, But we'll definitely see, hopefully, more with new Kainang. Yes, and I mean like... Okay, good. I was going to come to you and ask what you were going to (laughs) say. Oh, all I was going to say was that honestly, I think it's really interesting because 
um, we talked about the trailer and how we were feeling about it, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously all these great discussions have kind of spun off of it. Um, but having seen the live stream, I now actually feel like I like the trailer more. Like you're playing in the background yeah. and I'm seeing stuff. And like you were saying, seeing the world populated, mm -hmm. seeing the different entities after we actually got that look and we got to hear about the design and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really made me even more curious, right? Because, exactly. um, you know, even talking on the live stream, they did talk about the fact that I think some of those buildings were inspired by uh, specifically Luxon, Luxon architecture and things in that area, which also does call some very interesting things to mind. Like, is this something where the Luxon people are being used as some kind of force or have agreed to be some kind of force to help mine this stuff? But is there a different group that actually is pushing the advancement of this technology and they control more of that themselves mm -hmm. directly? And we might see their influence in areas like New Kainang. Um, you know, is it like there's all sorts of different possibilities, the layers of all of this and um, all the stuff that we saw. I'm just even more intrigued by it. I think this whole region just looks gorgeous and the details and all these things that we can just looking at this dig into already and start discussing and debating and building ideas about lore or um, what might cause this. I think that really shows that this zone in and of itself, they said from the get-go that they wanted this zone to be more of a narrative zone and a story zone and that it would have this tie. And even without the population of the map, I think you can feel that. You can feel the layers of story that and history or ideas or concepts and art that are in this. Well, that's that's a good segue to talk about that very thing, actually. Um, talking about the... Yeah, the fact that this zone is going to be the first zone I think we've had other than... Oh, maybe it is, actually, because I'm just trying to remember if there was another zone. Maybe or... No, maybe not, actually. Where, like, you go into the zone and... I mean, I know you can get teleport to friends and get spoiled, obviously, in maps. Like, before you... Because you have to do the living story before you go there. Otherwise, the only way to get there is teleport to friend, right? I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. uh, in most cases. So that... I guess that's one way that you don't do that. But this way, they're, they're doing it differently. You can't go into the map. You can go into the map, but they tell you you will be spoiling yourself. That, that is how much that map specifically means to the story. And it's interesting to know, is that the last map then? Or is that like mid-story map? Or is it last? Do you think, it, I see Kriv, you're, you're nodding emphatically. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yes, yes it is. <laughs> it's the last map. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's easy to, to kind of summarize and surmise that this will be almost like an epilogue map to the story of Guild Wars 2. Uh, end of dragons because they had mentioned that this this story is so far maybe not specifically epilogue but it's so far <laughs> did you see did you see rook's face it was like no, a little not. bit yeah i was like i was like i don't know if i agree with that i but mean yeah, well, I you, like, no 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 please just keep if you think it's an epilogue mate then we can have this discussion you know i'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm up for it i'm, I'm up for no, it no, no, i realized i was like i was like no it still probably connects to the core story but in terms of like right the core story or the Oh. <laughs> of, of, of the expansion itself the core okay. story of this expansion so right, right, right. in terms of that we'll probably have a moment where there's like a reprieve in the story almost like an intermission and time will pass and then we pick up the story later and then we go and enter the jade uh the jade sea so from that uh, aspect of it i think this does take place probably the very last act almost as like um because end of dragons is the end of a cycle i feel like 
there needs to be some sort of epilogue or some sort of like immediate understanding of how this is concluding the story of the dragons. So I think Jade Sea is probably the map where we could maybe see that. And I find it really interesting that they are doing this for an expansion map in particular, because they've never done this before, where we've actually had like a passage of time from each map, um, from like the core three to Jade Sea. So rather interested to actually see how it feels. Especially with the story, yeah, yeah. Did I did I miss something where they said that that was ha happening? That there's it's yes. Yeah, I can find oh. it if you want. I mean, they talked about the fact that those radios were going to be markers for passage of time, right? And yeah. that it was going to be something. It's one of them, yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously, I think there are even in the previous maps. If you look at the metas themselves in many things, at least when I think Heart of Thorns or stuff like that. There is a sense of, right, those endeavors or efforts, at least the ones that are most closely tied to the story, being yeah. related to some kind of point in time within the efforts, right? Or like some kind of encounter. The one that comes to mind immediately for me is, um, oh, Dragon Stand and the like parallel story that you're doing as far as MSQ goes, or the, sorry, main story stuff goes there. I mean, everyone um, calls it MSQ now in every game, so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think there are a lot of Guild game. Wars 2 players who don't call it MSQ and like don't know what I'm talking about I'm when I say that. Story. So, yeah, main story. Yeah, uh, main story. Okay. Um, so I, it's really interesting yeah, here. You call talk it main about story group. quest if you want to call it main story quest. Just, I'm yeah, just I mean, interrupting yeah, no, about your own, your own <laughs> language and speaking. You can talk, call it whatever the hell you damn well please. Sorry. But did they? They call it the golden path. There's the golden path. Yes, thank you. Mm. Um, but have they actually, like, did they actually say, I mean, like, that these specific maps were going to be, this one, they did say this yes, is a specific thing that happens mm. in the story. But were they saying with the other ones that it's like, Echo Vault is, you know, they didn't say no. three months no. before you do... No. this one and then there's like I another mean, they map haven't where said you... that the the time wise you as in they're gonna release it later is that what you're saying I no what i'm saying is that chronologically narratively oh, okay, like they right, haven't right. said you know no. like echo Vault, the map is set three months before no. kainang no. city I don't think okay so. okay because i was gonna say i i think this one in particular seems to reflect yes from what we've heard it's supposed to be some part illustrative part in this story i would kind of imagine like dragonfall is its own, you know, like the dragon fell and this yeah. is the moment upon which he fell, right? So I imagine it's something like that, which I think Kruf does to me indicate that it would be at at least a pivotal time in the story where some sort of big action or thing happens in which that map itself would reflect what that was. Mm -hmm. But I didn't necessarily get the idea that it was an epilogue personally, because to me, the mystery of the jade like the dragon energy what it's doing what might be in it how it powers everything in cantha what that means to me that seems to be like a massive core of a revelation of something we would want during the like rise of this arc of action where that map would operate as like an inciting point that then would drive us further on but that's just that's just my guess i don't know I think you might be absolutely right. I, like just trying to, without being able to hear a lot, like a lot of the stuff in the thing, but just putting two and two together with what you guys are saying with what I was able to catch in the stream. Um, Would you want us to explain it so you understand what it is? No, I understand. I understand. Guess. Okay, so <laughs> I mean that's point, okay. Point, I, didn't, I missed so much one, of it anyway. Point one is those hologram things 
uh, are the no passage of time based on what they're saying because I'm, I'm guessing yeah. as you progress in the story they change based on what's happening in the world yeah. number two you're saying that the map is well i mean this so is the they, main uh, thing the, what the i heard was what i heard in the stream was that they're hiding a lot of stuff in the map because it contains a lot of spoils spoilers yeah. from yeah. the map mm -hmm. and uh, and i think crew if you're taking from that that it's a jump forward in time it's further in time than the rest of the map uh the other maps etc i think more along the lines that uh, that rook might be more correct about that it, there's something monumental happening in that map and i think that might pertain to the meta event and i think that mm -hmm. might pertain to those um to those uh those art uh, the concept art pictures we had of the giant dragon wrapping around the uh jade sea yeah, then why would That's dragon concept, be mm -hmm. i why I've... would they draw that <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I, I think mean, can I, I'll go. I would say something very, very quickly because you all kind of said something about this, and I want to add something. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> pardon me. I think, I think what it is mainly. I, I think this map might be. I think this is kind of mixture of what everyone's saying for me. <clears throat> pardon me. I play Devils Africa, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I think in a way, the access to this map, I think it's going to have some significant story elements which have made have shaped the map specifically from the story so there is that real connection to it like you've kind of got with later season story maps in living world where they don't completely deny you but teleport to friend is one like you can't go into that map really any other way other than the teleport to friend you can't walk there you can't you, because this if this is the last map essentially you probably be you might be able to walk through there and go to that zone because if you think about half forms half forms plus fire you can walk through and it's or to the next map you cannot do that with most of the living world episodes you have to port there somehow so in this way they have to do it a different way they have to say you can't like you know don't go through here potential massive story spoilers because you go through the story essentially something even massive has happened in the story which affects the map later on i.e jade i.e dragons maybe um or whatever or the end of them and then you've got this massive thing happening it might not be necessarily a massive time skip it could just be a progression skip as in you know i mean essentially i guess it is time it's, it's, but it's walking into on. dragon stand yeah i mean yeah essentially like you walk you're walking I oh, maybe no. i guess i didn't get that Sorry, impression because they've never this is the first time that i've uh well this is also kind of the first time where they are actually showcasing and touring like a later map so we don't really have any reference to this but Mm. They would have said that to Echo Vowed Forest or Echo Vowed Wilds as well. They would have said we hid things because this is further in the story. But they went out of their way to say before you enter this map, you will get a notice saying that if you progress, yeah. you will see things that are spoilers for the core story, of course. Yeah. But in a sense that they hid these things. This is the impression I got. They hid these things because the items and the people and the the monuments and environment that are in the jade sea are directly reflecting the the consequences of whatever the story was previously but so i don't think you saw that in the trailer like, you saw people in the trailer so i don't well, know if it's people, completely well, you see people in the trailer but they're kind of more just like the jade brotherhood but they were like very specifically like we don't want to because also when you, when they're doing the live streams they have the chat bubbles up you have dialogue going even with the yeah, NPCs in mm. the Echo Wilds. So I think they are 
the dialogue in specific was probably the most spoilery as well but they they were all they they got rid of like another thing that's holding up this like this this pylon thing for a very strange reason so i think this might not be like a month or two time skip but i feel like in the expansion we're gonna play it all the way through but there might be a break narratively where like the commander has to be fine or like reconcile with something and then you move on into that map and and you do all your stuff so not not you think like you walk into the map Mm. and all the npcs go oh i thought you were dead didn't you die oh my god i thought you died (laughs) i wonder if if it's a mastery thing or something as well it could be it doesn't maybe it's not even i mean they said something they say they said story specifically though didn't they i mean i don't know if like mastery ties into that because i guess in a way in a lot of the maps in path of fire you kind of had to have i think there's a lot of ways to interpret this. Yeah. I actually think it's really interesting, right? Because, I mean, uh, Kruf, I think it's absolutely possible that it's like you're saying, that it's something where the contents of the map themselves, like, long-term spoil, like, you know, as if you jump to the ending of something and you literally saw the epilogue. It could mean spoilers in that regard. Or it could mean that, like we were talking about earlier with, like, this map meta or the events that are happening on the map, that they are a fixed point in the story timeline and that, like, by experiencing them, you are spoiling like you know this twist or this turn or this thing that happens in the narrative um and yeah without like more information i think it's it's hard to tell um all of that to say though i mean what is in this map and the possibilities of this map i think is phenomenal you know like I got a real sense. And the fact that we've all been talking about this, we've all been like, and this, and maybe the story, and that's what it means, and this thing, and that stuff, and this, like, all these things that we saw. And um, the fact that we're on that, I think, already shows that, like, this map preview to me was far more effective than, like, Echo Vault, you know? Like, in Echo Vault, I am still, I still truly believe that there's a lot of stuff we just didn't get to see in that zone that's going to be really interesting. Um, But it really felt like I was just sort of going... I mean, yeah. there's some factions on here and there's some old stuff on here and there's maybe a portal to like a, maybe the mastery is the restoration in there. Maybe there's a, but it didn't feel like I again had this like larger idea of a concept of propelling action and design and, you know, and I got that sense from Jade C. I got that sense like, oh my gosh, there are all these different things that I think are so fascinating about this. And um, I really do love the design. The fact that even what we saw just in the sample from like that huge open landscape, the, you know, like peppering of the little buildings to that like deep down dive where you're going down through and the different factions and the like the mining and the scale and sense of how that has affected the region and like, the variety and range of this map that we got to see was so beautiful and really captivating, even down into that little cave where it's like, where does this go? What are we going to see in there? And like, you were surrounded by the magic and the little moats that were dancing on the water and like the ripples through the jade. And I just love how everything came together, the lighting, the water, the reflections, the buildings, the new technology, the mining, those like spires with the windmills on top, like all of those things to me were just a ton of key points that made me so excited to engage with it more. That's a huge success, I think, as far as this went. Mm -hmm. I agree. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, I think this worked really, really well. Okay. 
He's good. I think we should move on because I want to get stuck on the first bit. And, and but that but that's that's a very good point because you know I I kind of want to go back to the waterfall bit because they opened with something which was just a, a good thing to open with. Um, but yeah, I think even just the idea of doing something differently already gives you the idea of evolution of arena and their production and you know the direct and their game design and their direction because if you see them innovating in other ways and bringing stuff new in which i know they do a lot of but also sometimes they bring new stuff in and they don't continue it and that makes us sad but i think this is obviously a different (laughs) this is a different you know a different example of that um because if they never did this again it wouldn't matter because this is more specific to the expansion probably but this is like a really really good indication of you know, just trying something new and obviously giving us more of that choice. Like, because there are going to be players who just want to go in there. They would just want to explore and they don't give a crap about the story. Because there's, where I'm RPG players, a lot of people don't care about story. A lot of people do care about story. So, you know, giving people that option essentially is a good idea. Um, I'm just, yeah, I just, I think I'm excited about that very thing. And then when they opened up the stream, they kind of talked about that. Oh, they were talking about it during this. And then they opened up the stream. And again, if you can't see the video, I'm sorry, but they've basically got these two kind of, it's not waterfalls, but the water pouring out of these two kind of little mini monument, monumental heads. I don't know what they are, like gargoyles. They're not gargoyles, they're dragon heads, right? Um, but then the waterfall behind them in the distance, and then you've got this massive, the scale of the buildings behind them, and you can really see the, the player character as well. And just the scale of everything in this area is just so cool. And this is one of the, this is the city, and this is like not the Jade Sea. This is not anything else in the map. Like, this is just a town. This is just a city. So already the scale, you can get the idea of that. And I was just like, this is a good shot to start off with. I, I, I kind of want to go back to the other stream and see where they started shot-wise. Um, and if it's as interesting, I don't know. I'm curious about... Yes, I'm curious about this starting area because they referred to it several times as a temple or like a temple. Like, mm. But I mean, of course, they were also using a lot of like obtuse language. So like, yes. I don't even know if that's accurate. You know what I mean? Because it does, yeah. like you were saying, Jabro does feel like this is definitely a group, like a place where people live or exist, like a city or like a, you know, something Maybe like that. Yeah. Um, but they also mentioned a few times in this opening location, a sense of, oh, what was it? What was the essence? It was a... Uh, <laughs> there's essence i'm gonna call this the essence podcast <laughs> it was um like solemn or like like they used a word similar mm. to that that it has like a solemn feel and some of the areas where mm. the light is kind of filtering in and i was really curious about that um the dragon imagery plus that sense of something that would be almost moroseful or or, or, or um you know it's sad or you know i it just like that was very interesting to me i don't know if that was maybe a reference to because did Kunavang die? No. No, Kunavang's yeah. still alive. Well, we don't know. Wasn't there, we don't wasn't know. There, like, there was like a spirit of a dragon at some point that helps us, wasn't there? In Guild Wars 1? I'm trying to remember back. I, was like, there were like the celestial salt sprays at a time mm. when we're ascending 
maybe we have to kill it weren't they just old dragons dragon. that were dragons around like when there were just more dragons about and yeah, there were just there were less spray dragons because there was a There's lot just, of like, dragons, right? dragons yeah I, remember, I thought there was like some dragon that had been killed and I mean, the Glint ghost was... helps you well no not glint this was in guild wars one i thought there was some oh, dragon that had been killed and at some point there's ghost helps you i like i'm trying to remember something to do with shiro i have no idea all of this is like a tangent or side um i don't know if something yeah if there's something here oh they were corrupted not killed that's what it was okay okay um i i am curious about what this could be why there would be a monument something sorrowful or something that has that feel uh, in a place that is so mm. otherwise vibrant and like the forefront of technology and this facilitator for what caused the rise of this empire maybe kunavang does die in this expansion and then sad stuff happens i, mean, I don't know but, but. but also you can you can there are gods which exist in in they literally do exist they're not like in our world where you know we we believe in gods and things that actually you know we have not seen or we don't have a total amount of evidence in okay i know i realize that that might be quite insulting to different religions while i say that but do you know what i mean in terms of in the world like tyria and other places and other games they they um worship gods which actually exist and you can see and touch them as physical things there and i, I know that obviously in religions that like we see they're in, actually corporeal yeah yeah but i know i know obviously i'm just respecting religions and things that everyone believes in i know that you know you touch a thing and you believe that that the person or whatever oh. you worship is in this thing but like in the world like maybe it is maybe it is kunabang maybe it's just like that is they were important to them and they they're alive i don't know maybe well, apparently, okay, thank you, chat, you're on it. Harvest Temple. Obsidian says, where is the Harvest Temple? And I did see a couple people talk about this. Um, that the Harvest Temple was from Guilders 1, also known as Kwanjun Temple, holy place where the annual harvest ceremony took place. Um, it was a floating temple, but then uh, during the calamity with the, with the wind that came through, um, it was frozen. Uh, and Kunavang does show up there, and apparently it, it was home to the most infamous murder where the emperor was struck down by shiro tagachi so this could very much be oh yeah this here the mighty dragon kunavang does here the mighty dragon kunavang still lurks in the caverns beneath the temple utterly corrupted by the proximity of shiro's death whale okay so maybe that has maybe this is that location maybe that would be the answer to it that this is Harvest Temple, um, where the death took place, and that's why you see the dragon imagery because Kunavang was underneath it, or you see oh, these okay, different things. Go. That would make sense. That and they sense. Were, they kind of all right, okay, and they were. And it was it was in the Jade Sea, yeah. So cool. Well, they, they probably said it, and we just missed it because we're excited because that happens. Well, they said temple, yeah, but they oh, didn't true, clarify they, what it was. I thought it was later. Confirm. I thought the Harvest Temple was later, though, right? Yeah, I think later, but later in the stream they had confirmed that the Harvest Temple is in the map. And well, I, we, we hadn't seen it. Yeah, I don't, no, think, I don't think this is it. Though. Yeah, I don't no, think this is it. The Harvest Temple, the Harvest Temple like, okay. is like, like a, out in the Jade Sea, like a very yeah. solo, okay. iconic Because this isn't in place. the sea at all, is it? No, this is kind of like enclosed in a rock formation. Yeah. I mean, it's on like what looks like the shore or the kind of, you know, like... Yeah, it's a bit inland probably. Along an area. There is, yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it just yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm curious about what maybe that legacy is or what these different, you know, um, if, if there were multiple temple complexes throughout here, what that could mean for the story. I think this whole area has just gorgeous, gorgeous details. Um, the like mosaic work, the water motifs, all those different things that also kind of look a bit 
you know, wind inspired as well yeah. with the idea of like currents or, sw or swirling wind currents. All of that, I think, is just like absolutely beautiful detail work to support everything. Um, and yeah, the atmosphere, the ambiance of those locations was just so compelling to me that I'm curious how they're tying it into that larger narrative. Um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I thought the little dock areas were are always a nice touch and seeing like the hologram news place and then mm -hmm. Boots pointed out the fish. And then we got some extra information about like an event where they're doing like ice core research, but jade core research and seeing the different layers. Uh, I, I'm particularly interested. This, this live stream was really just like an environmental showcase, but because they were so poignant about telling us that this is like ultra spoilery and there was just so much jade i just want like a whole <laughs> blog post talking about the jade and like actually getting to understand like how it functions in the in the role play and in the, in the i mean maybe they want to just hold that for you they want to just hold that experience for yeah. you in the expansion more maybe uh, and find about, out about it because it's uh, nice to read about it and have all that stuff post when you play it as well because you can be like i can find out in the story and stuff so i think they've I think sometimes they're cautious about how much they release. Or like, but then you have the option to read it, right? So, you know, I mean, they did it doesn't a whole hurt, blog I guess. About the Exalted. <laughs> yeah, but the Exalted, who cares about them? Uh, <laughs> in comparison to the JT, sorry. I mean, obviously, I care. I like. I actually like the Exalted. I played the, you know, I played the end of the, the scene of the last, um, of season four. No, pr uh, four, yes. Vorin and all of, and you know, the other Exalted were in there, a couple of things, and I was like, oh, that's cool, that's nice, they're there. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> the, <laughs> the little, so, well, this is something the Boots, Boots likes, Boots likes this stuff, Boots doesn't talk for a while. Um, Hi. <laughs> did you like the little news? On you. The, the, <laughs> so, there these little, uh, what did you, what did they call it, the little Alexas sitting on the, on the desks, right? Yeah. I, I like them. I like the idea that it, it that they're doing using it for like to to update the players on the goings on in the world based mm -hmm. on your actions during the storyline. I think that's really cute and really cool. It, and and the whole feel of the jade area. I mean, I mean because you know it's Asian theme because it's green. Really reminded me of like Bossing Say kind of situation going on in in Avatar. And so having you know a little news. Tele, uh, tele, uh, holograph thing at the same time even reminds me more of the whole mm. Avatar passing say situation. Mm. So I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I did find it funny though the the dock going into the Jade. Yeah. Uh, so so that was clearly a 250 year old dock because it's stuck in the Jade, but it's made of wood and it's like it looks maybe 40 years old. <laughs> it looks all right. Well, you mean the oh, dog yeah, looks ahead. forty years old? I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna find the um actual YouTube thing because there's a oh, YouTube yeah. stream, and then it won't oh, go okay. dark. It won't go dark and gray oh, and stuff. Right. When I'm trying to show <laughs> the things. My theory about how the wood is okay and revitalized. I'm ready. Fan theory, but this okay. could be a small thing. More well, actually, that's alive. a good point. There is no water there, so unless it rains, it doesn't get any like deterioration from the from the from the salt of the water right it's like so, I mean erosion yeah weathering wind so but weather we have wind yeah. died okay okay i'm ready dragon yeah. of plant and vegetation 
infused mm. into the jade. Any wood that is touching the jade, revitalized. Revitalized by Mordermoth Essence. Ooh. I like it. So I like it. 250-year-old wood. I mean, hey, trees are very old, so, you know. But I guess they're not refined, so it makes sense that they're actually, like, getting nutrients. But yes. They probably they, they just stain it. They just stain it very often and keep it's it just keep it layers yeah. upon layers of like sealed protection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, they maybe they were able to maintain it. The did the wind is that what caused oh, the petrification of the Echovald forest? Yeah, jade wind. Yeah. So it could be that maybe the wood is all petrified and it's hey, there you go. Um, I mean, I think there's sure. a, yeah, there's the possibility. I agree that it's kind of and too when we were looking at the fish and we were like, where did they get the fish? It doesn't look like yeah. there are any fishing holes nearby <laughs> or things. Um, but as we went further into the zone, I did see, you know, like, oh, here's some water in these areas and probably down below there may be currents of water or like you were talking about chipping out the fish. I love yeah. that idea too. And like <laughs> harvesting them that way. Um, I think there's a lot of possibilities for it or, you know, magical preservation or just preservation of those structures, which, you know, can happen. You replace the parts that fall down. Um, but it is interesting that they would choose to maintain those structures, especially when, um, you would assume their whole way of life got just completely overturned from how they used to operate as a fishing village <laughs> uh, to suddenly being like, well, do we become miners or like what happens yeah. here? How do we even survive on the shore of what has just become straight up jade? Mm -hmm. Time to take up a pickaxe. A lot of jade left there, too. I mean, they, they showed how much they mined already, but... Just looking out into the sea, it looks like they got a lot, a lot of ways to go before it's all done. I guess I'm thinking about like, I I think what was coming up when you started talking about the, the amount of storylines that could come out of this, and when we were talking about the the technology making the city new, but then I was thinking about well, what about the people that don't want to have in, like put half the technology in their in their culture and everything else, you know, from back before like the Jade Sea, like thinking about those people, yeah, and like the just the stories that can come out like you know the mining how hard it is the people that don't want to mine maybe are people forced into mines and in different areas for different gangs and stuff like that the different things that and the ways that other people are like creating jade tech out of the, the different factions and all that kind of stuff that we're going to encompass that or are in campus or in the expansion and how just like the possibilities of story is immense out of just a sea that's been turned to jade it's just like you know they've made an expansion out yeah. of it you know it's so it's so ri actually ridiculous how important a resource is or a mineral or something that has just literally made an expansion like it is it's kind of ridiculous really i know it's called end of dragons but jade is literally in the very soil of this expansion or in the sea um <laughs> it's it's actually kind of ridiculous if you think about it like how can i point out is. something real quick though those sure. carpets those carpets underneath that table they're very pretty carpets if you could zoom in somehow on those they're very I pretty can't. carpets I but, mean, I'm not but man I don't know why they it put it like on there. One of the magic it's carpet. so sandy. It's going to be torture oh, to clean those right. carpets. Just... Carpet on a beach is not a good idea. No. Shake it, though. Shake that. I mean, you're going to have to shake it for though. hours. Yeah, they're very yeah, hit it with I don't one of those. care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if they care that much. No, um, probably not. True. There, is, true. there are fish actually on that, by the way. 
on, on the carpet? On the, no, well, I mean, they, they could be. I can't see that well. But there's fish there on the on the. I keep pointing it, like you can see. Uh, there's yeah, fish yeah. on that's the what actual I was talking about. on the on the little finger magic. So yeah, that's so what is, I brought up a long time ago. Yeah, that's yeah, what we were, we're talking about. But we were talking about. But you were talking about in in the ice. So we were talking about the like no, little we sheds and drilling down. Fish, and stuff. There's fish drying at this camp. But where yeah, did yeah. the fish come from? I don't remember that specific conversation, <laughs> but I remember us talking about the possibility of fishing uh, for sure. Um, but yeah. is it? But, but where is it in this area? Like, where is that then? What is it? Is it in the tents? Are they mining down? But they're on the beach, I guess. So maybe not. Maybe these aren't tents. Maybe these are uh, like you know ice fishing. Maybe these are jade yeah. fishing holes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they said that there is an event like that. Yeah, oh, there it's you for go. research purposes. There you go. Maybe oh. there are like events like how the Kodan do ice fishing in Bjor marches. Exactly. Like a, jade a water fishing. hole. Did jade? Yeah, fish. jade fishing. That's right. Yeah. I just feel like the fish should be a little stinky, you know? They've been, like, just bombarded with dragon magic. Zaitan must not taste that good. Mm. That Imagine the kind of yeah. fish you can, like, get up here as a as a player, though. Like, what, the magic-infused fish. Like, you know, I mean, what, what you can maybe do. Just maybe some, like, fun stuff. I don't know if it's just going to be empowering in terms of stats. You know, obviously it will be. But, like, I don't know. It seems cool. Like, there's there's some... They can do a lot with this. Anyway... Let's go and have a look at some of the maps, see where they went. Uh, the Jade Sea is specifically, uh, it looks good. It looks, it's very much the grass of the, of the area, right? I mean, I guess in a yeah. way. Um, the sand dunes. Yeah, I wonder, there is something like, I was saying this about Guild Wars, right? You know, there's the ships in the sea and stuff and that were kind of there. We didn't really see any of that. I think, I feel like they're gonna, that exists and maybe they took it out, I don't know, but like, I th they did say a lot at this point in time as well. I remember, like, they have taken out a lot that's here. Mm -hmm. But what do you mm -hmm. feel like about this area? What do, you, what do you reckon, peeps? This this kind of... And if you can't see the, the video, obviously, as well, I'll explain it briefly. There's just a rock in the background, and there's just... The sea is jade, and it, you can see the... They almost look like hills, but they're waves. Um, I the expect a lot of wind riders to be here when they populate it. Little wind riders. Yeah. This was like the shot where I was like, "Oh, it it feels like an expansion now." I was like, "Oh, this <gasps> this feels like we are actually stepping into a new product that we have not seen with Guild Wars Two yet." Xing Jay had some elements of that, and it was really cozy and homey. And then Echo Val felt from the areas that they did show us felt somewhat a little too close to uh, Heart of Thorns, but this was like the statement piece that I was waiting for. And as there is very little here, I think the absence of any NPCs or, or anyone is actually more impactful than anything because it gives you a sense of like returning to Guild Wars 1 and you're like, oh, this is the Jade Sea. Having the, the large expanse of the Jade gives you a sense of scale. Of course, you know, the camera, people can play with field of view and the mounts change that and all, but overall in Guild Wars 2, I got like that sense of, oh, this is an expansion. This is an area we have never really been before in Guild Wars 2's engine. Hmm. Other thoughts? I think the, the design and the colors of this jade is just mm. so subtle and beautiful, right? They talked on the live stream, which I really appreciated, about how many of these rises were hand-sculpted by the zone designer 
to create a mm. more organic sense, right, of the waves ebbing and flowing as opposed to something that would just be like repeated or procedurally generated or um and you can really see that detail i mean it really does look like they took a snippet of ocean waves right and then just translated the peaks the valleys those like depths and currents the the sea foam at the top into this different jade landscape and i just think that visually it's so striking and all the little details in it um, it doesn't even bother me that it's just smooth jade and there's nothing else. You know what I mean? Like the little rock outcroppings, um, everything, I think just gives it such a unique sense, just like Kruv said, that made me go like, here is an expansion, you know? It does what it needs to do, I think just in the most lovely way. Um, and it doesn't mean that it has to be like massively cluttered or all kinds of chaos and all sorts of stuff mm -hmm. has to happen or there needs to be like 50 million things happening on the screen it evokes something. And I really love that. Um, I think that it just creates this sense of depth and texture. Um, and a lot of people, we talked about this during the broadcast, we touched on it. Um, the great green debacle from the trailer. Yeah, let's get into which that. Was, yes, which was namely that a lot of people really from the trailer, apparently, um, felt like the jade color was so wrong that they had to just take to the internet about it um, because you know it doesn't look anything like in you know back in Guild Wars one and all this kind of stuff and all all sorts of things and like I'm curious to hear what all of you think because like from my opinion it's been so long since Guild Wars one I'm like of course this team was going to artistically interpret this in a different way There's you different know like, people working on the damn people. game. <laughs> Like, I mean, I, I will literally tell you what I tweeted yesterday because um, I was like, I heard about it and I wrote, read about it and I was like, this is kind of silly. Actually, everyone, everyone else yeah. talk while I find it. What did, I what, mean, I, what did you think? I do, I do think it's kind of silly. Um, I think that, you know, they can do whatever they want with their visuals and their landscape here. Um, obviously, I think they've hearkened back enough to Guild Wars 1. But yeah. something else that I think is really interesting, and I want to do more research on this because right now I'm still very early stages of just like browsing, is the actual symbolism of jade, right? Jade is actually something that does carry a huge amount of cultural, medicinal, and spiritual connotations, particularly in China. Um, and different colors of jade have different sort of again, relations or things like that. Um, and in this idea of jade oftentimes being referred to as like a living stone, it's believed to almost be alive, to carry and be infused with the essence of life, um, to be a bridge between the heavenly realms and the material realm. And there are also things that I've, I've discovered, but again, I need to do more research on this. So if I'm speaking out of turn, please, somebody let me know somewhere. Um, there are certain hues of it that I believe are even referred to as being likened to like draconic in color or or having this like dragon hue or this something that seems to almost correlate more to that which from what i've just seen is maybe a darker green or something that has that more of that depth of color so i think there could also be very specific reasons that they made it this color of green and so to like go all up in arms about it it, it feels very unnecessary to me especially having now seen the zone where i think the interplay of colors between the water and the green of the jade and the like reflections of the surfaces to me it's so stunning 
I just don't think it's worth being mad about I, this. I'd say, <laughs> I tell you what, right? This, I, I have an inner struggle with this because my tweet was this. This is my tweet. This is because I, I have two sides to my personality. I have Boy, Daniel, I have Daniel Jebro, and then I have Councillor Jebro, <laughs> or Daniel, sorry. And so my tweet was this: Peeps really like up in arms. It's true. <laughs> Peeps, well, I guess so. Peeps really up in arms about the jade of the shade of the jade? Question mark. Lol, I just can't. Laughing face. People. It was a darker time in Guild Wars. <laughs> yeah, I am in doing it. It was. It was a darker time in Guild Wars. Also, Guild Wars Two color pat is vastly more bright. That's just like a basic knowledge bomb for Guild Wars Two versus Guild Wars. <laughs> if you go and play Guild Wars One, if you go and play Guild Wars and you look at Jade C areas where the jade is, it's very dark. It's not bright all the time. The light is very different. It's a lot more enclosed into written areas as well. And the, it just literally with game design and how things have changed as well and the tech they have, it's going to look different. It's going to look higher res. And even the Jade back then, if they had the tech they had now, it probably would have looked a lot very different as well if they had the option to do that. Anyway, aside that's from a good, that... That's like, a good tweet. Can I read you a tweet I wrote? You can <laughs> tell me after... How about I finish speaking oh, and then right, you can okay. do it afterwards. <laughs> finish the tweet. Finish the tweet. <laughs> that was the tweet. That was the tweet. Um, oh, that was it. Oh. That was the, yeah. That was oh. the tweet. <laughs> there you go. Um, it wasn't. It was just I had to read it because I forgot what I wrote. But because <laughs> that's just I'm an old man. I'm not doing it for effect. <laughs> but like, um, in terms of what we're we talking about, I've completely lost now. <laughs> we're talking about the green. In terms yeah. of like, I validate people's feelings and frustrations about like wanting something to be like it was back in the day, and I I understand that. But at the same time, man. Like, the oh. game has got to be in such a good place that people are nitpicking that much about the color of Jade. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, at the same time, I was like, wow, we're in a really good place game-wise because people are really just being dicks right now. <laughs> in all honesty, they're whining, bitching, complaining about something which is, just seems ridiculous to me. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe I would... What would I feel like if I was in that situation? And I was like, eh, I'm not. <laughs> so, <laughs> for it, but, I don't know. Color theory. Those Sorry. are the people, it's the people who went to college for color theory. Oh, I heard that. about that. Can you tell me more about this? Oh, that was, I didn't, I didn't hear anything about it. Oh, I, was just kind of I think like there a, was. I think there genuinely was people oh, on no, the I, forum. I don't doubt there. I think people who <laughs> yeah. are like artists and went to yeah. college that were like, mm, let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there always is. It. There always yeah. is, right? I mean, you know, when the, when the marketing stuff was out and they were, there was, you know, all the marketing people who do it for a job came out, m like, you know, miraculously. Who, yeah. Who definitely are very good at, at your, doing it. What's your tweet, Boots? We're sharing. Yeah, there you go. Now you can do the tweet. <laughs> yeah. Mine is, love is knowing exactly who you're going to send that cute animal video you just found on the internet to. That's not relevant at all. <laughs> I mean, it's accurate. It's accurate, but um, relevant, maybe not. You know. How do you feel? Looking back onto the uh, color story. Yes, thank you. Is it my turn to play yes. DA? Go on. Is it my turn to play defense defense attorney? Um, I thought you were going to well, say devil's advocate. <laughs> like, uh, DA. <laughs> DA. You all like a DA. I, okay, here. I agree that uh, the amount of energy that people wasted on the topic was a little extreme, in my opinion. I was like, wow, okay, now it's a little much. However, these comments really did come from us only having the trailer. 
And from my personal viewpoint and my experience when watching the trailer, I also didn't love the color. Uh, actually, uh -oh. it wasn't just Kroof made the post. Oh no, we found out who it was. It was Kroof. Kroof made the original post. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Kroof, fired again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rephrase that slightly. It wasn't just the color because I actually enjoy the color. I like green as a color. So okay. it wasn't just the color. It was just that it felt almost like there was only one shade. And I think it was that flatness that got a lot of people concerned. And that was my impression of it. But granted, I didn't think it was like that, that game breaking where I had to make Reddit posts about it. But then I actually watched today, I watched one of Potato's video and he actually explained it in the most perfect way that I was like, oh, that's exactly what I feel. It was from the jade that we saw in the mines, it was that it was so smooth and flat. There wasn't any texture to it. It felt almost like uh, a- When a stone is cut, yes, exactly. When a stone yeah. is cut precisely, it is more clean. You can see the you can see this edges. When it's not yes, and it's yes, rough, yes, yes, it's just yes. there. And it's also and, not and polished. That's what, and that's what exactly. I'm getting to. And that's what I'm getting to. So Sorry. visually though, when- <laughs> God we damn it, about real I want my porch stone. <laughs> All right, this is what we fucking look like. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Would you would you just let Kroof finish what you were trying to say? I just I'm just getting really excited talking about, you know you wanna go? rocks, <laughs> geology. This but is a geology podcast, that's what I'm saying. In that department, I totally understand. I think like that makes sense. But I was just worried. I wasn't like angry. I was more so just worried that the rest of the jade that wasn't mined wouldn't have that texture. But I hope now that we've seen the live stream and people saw like the planes of Jade, what you were talking about, Rook, and like the different hues of Jade and the different hand painted, hand designed textures of it, it looks a lot better. So I think it was really just the decision to showcase the manufacturing of it that maybe gave a an impression of the Jade that was a little too... Uh, industrial it looked a little too bland it's almost like when the industrial revolution happened everything was like gray and dark tones and it was drab so maybe in that regard i can understand why people had a little bit of, of an issue with it but i was really happy to see the untouched jade and the diversity of the color and the texture so while in first impression i was a little worried i i completely agree it was too much energy but i'm very excited to see more uh to the jade too much in energy in the jade. Yeah, and just like the dragon magic. Hey. Hey. It's called, it's called circling back. I'm circling back. We got to keep it in the wheelhouse of the marketing. <laughs> that is one thing that I do think, like, if I were to nitpick anything about this zone, right? Um, again, I feel overall so positive about what we saw. I, I don't really feel like this is honestly a big deal by any means whatsoever. Um... I think the one thing I would have maybe liked to have seen is a little bit more of a sense of um, the things, like, like you talked about, the things that might be encased in that jade. Mm. Um, you know, it has been a very long time. So again, as we get into this great debate of, you know, did the jade wind petrify the boats that were there? Or like, you know, that would be something. Or did they decay over time and vanish? Um, you know, it, were there down below it, the, like, you know, how we saw in that what we were kind of scheming to be concept art possibly with like the shelf coral and stuff or the big mushrooms as we talked about last week. You know, were there layers of jade formations that took on more of a dynamic replica of the underwater life, you know? Um, I would have loved to have seen in some of those quarries and things like that, 
um yeah like actual more fish and stuff granted i think a lot of it has to do with how the light is and the density mm -hmm. of it so that even just like looking at it unless there's light coming through the back you might not be able to see all the stuff that's in there and i got the sense that maybe like in those tunnels and areas where you're kind of moving through it more that's where you might organically see more of that you know like some sort of shape frozen in the jade and we got like those hunks that had been mined that had been set aside that also had that which is why when i was watching i was like ooh, because like yeah. to me that's what always has been so compelling about that area this sense of just like everything timelessly being frozen encased um it's so interesting to me and the underwater the undersea in and of itself is such an enigma to so many of us right it's the source of all life on the planet and yet it also is one of the most unknowable places for many of us where even if there's research right like we ourselves we can travel to other countries to other places but how many of us will be in the bowels of the ocean at some point in our lives seeing the things that are down there the mysteries that are waiting like the fact that Gosh, even, um, oh, what is the, there's the ancient fish that has the, like, leg fins. It's not a coelacanth, no. Uh, is it? It could be coelacanth? a coelacanth, yeah. Coelacanth? How, like, we thought they were extinct. And then one mm -hmm. just washed up on the shore, and somebody found it. And, like, now we're going, oh, my God, they might still be down there. Like, mm -hmm. that's what the ocean is to me. And so the only thing, like, if I were to nitpick something about this zone... And again, there might be areas that are just like this. The only thing that I wanted to see more of was that sense, right? That plumbing the depths has something in it that is mysterious and strange. And of course, I think the big thing here is that like, yes, they have made this into something where maybe they've even taken that mystery away. They've turned it into a mundane thing. They've turned it into a source of fuel and technology and innovation. And so like, I think it still works. But I really hope that, you know, maybe in those tunnels that we got a peek of or in other areas, we get that sense of the great unknowable deep and that somehow because of it being frozen like this, we get to witness something about it that we otherwise would never be able to. Um, but that's just that's just me, you know? Yeah, that's that's true. I, I kind of wanted to bring something up that I don't know if it matters at all, but so the Jade Sea is an inland sea, right? Yes. And so it's probably, it was fresh water? Probably. It probably had some salinity. Uh, yeah. But it's like probably the majority of the fresh water that Cantha as a continent had. So if it all turned to jade, shouldn't they be kind of like worrying about like water scarcity? Maybe they I had salinity know. plants on the coast of Kainan. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you still yeah. have mountains. There's still mountains there. Yeah, I guess. There's still I guess. actual weather. I mean, if it, the only reason that I'd have to worry about water was if it was a really, really dry, like, hot Arid place. Region. Yeah, which is not... It's quite lush, isn't it? It's quite... That's actually... But that's like a... That's a good point, actually, but I never thought of. No, it, but like, the weather, it wouldn't, no, because if it's a lush area, no, it like, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. It's, it's a video game. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, like, no, 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 no. In terms but... of real world implication, it's like, that is a huge body of water. It's a huge body of water, yeah. Only, like, well, if but... the mountains could only, like, all the people in Kining City, that's a massive city. Well, the, Does that supply the, all the water? Well, <laughs> 50 years of not having water from there, yeah. Well, the only consideration, the only thing that would really have been an issue, probably, obviously, was transport routes. 
things like transport routes, things like sea fishing, which is obviously, you know, food and obviously a part of their industry and, and things like that. Probably not more water, probably industry, but then they switched it. They switched mm. the industry to mm. jade and then they powered their own things and they they did they used that wealth for themselves to create the technology and all the stuff so it's more uh, weather wise like if it was dry like if it was hot if it was like part of fire zones and then i had no sea either yes they would have been completely screwed probably and we wouldn't even be here like i mean you know, sorry camper but like you know i think like we've been to like the echo forest we've been to other zones we see like you know the green the there is water and there are sources of, of stuff i guess in places but you know that's something well, that's else that's interesting is the possibility of the dragons and like the, mm. the salt spray dragons and things right um or the different mm. you know elementalist this time around got these creatures the evocative creatures that you know um evoke the different elements in a sense um and dragons and stuff like that were affiliated uh specifically the kinds that we see with salt spray and stuff like that were affiliated with water as an element um, so it could be that there is something there, yes, magically that's happening as well, um, that has more wellsprings and sources of water, as well as the fact that there's the ocean, the, what we would assume to be the salt ocean around them, which they could maybe, yes, like convert into drinkable water in some Boil. kind of way, but it well, is with, with, with Jade tech, maybe now they can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But with, also, with Maggie tech, they probably with Maggie can. tech. Yeah. Maybe the deep sea dragon like strip the salt and salinity from the ocean water and that's how mm, they survive because it's a salt salt spray dragon yeah exactly they they take up the water spray out the salt and it's clean water after that it's fresh water i like this i think it's a good headcanon i like it i think rook's fine <laughs> Why, Rook? Why, Rook? Rook was said straight Matt on said point. Said Rook, Rook has been bringing like taking the point, taking the piss out of Magitech. That's the only right. reason. Wow. No, other, other okay, than actually being useful. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Rook has been bringing like some serious oh, no, I, good I, lore I, discussions I, for each of Rook her points. Rook always right brings now. it. It wasn't yeah. that. It, well, that wasn't it. It was the Magitech comment. That was the only reason. <laughs> that was the only reason. Um, you do bring up your point about the dragons. I'm still really. Just like, well, we're gonna get to that. More. We can see some screenshots because uh, I actually fast forwarded a little bit and we got to some mm. screenies. And we so they showed these during the stream. So I think now we've assumed that these are from the map from the region, I guess. I, I would say so, maybe. Um, uh, especially because you can see the jade there, different shades of where, green, everyone. But where does the where do those waterfalls come from? There's just one hardworking elementalist just <laughs> non stop. They've got the war horn. I mean, yeah. They've got the war horn. They're doing up. There up you go. Top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is a good I one. Do this love, a like... yeah, Sorry, I do love these um, concept art pieces. Mm -hmm. I, I thought they were absolutely, like, every single one I was so excited by. Um, it's just super, it's super lovely. That one that has the dragon that's coiling up and around. I was curious about that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, event. That one. That's Meta that one. event. Meta. I am wondering, is it like... I think it's fro actually froze. I don't think it's, I think it's yeah. there. This yeah, is, this is actually the one been. that I really love. I like, look at the... Mm because they're actually there's loads of it, it's interesting because they've got the jade and then they're like covering it in mm. places and i'm like why are they covering this and like do you know yeah. what i mean there's like covers on all of it well some of that I looks like why, saddles or something like those are saddles on that jade skiff thing 
Is you know, that's where people sit, it kind of looks like. I don't think... It, I think they're just, like... I got the impression that these were almost, like, akin to a certain technology using, like, anti-gravity shipment. Yeah, yeah, that's what they are. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Because they've done... You see that a lot in the trailer, right? But, like, mm-hmm. what is the... Like, there's the drill thing in the back, one of the drills. But, like, the coverings, and I know they've got the... I think that's where people sit. It, yeah, but know, there's it, coverings on everything. Like, every, what people sit I, on all oh, of that, it. Oh, that, I don't know. The, yeah. the, <laughs> was... ones. the colors and the fabrics, I, I believe, are pretty similar to Luxon. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Mm. So they, I mean, as, okay. as well, too, because the Luxons used to, right, create all their structures, or many of them, on the backs of the big turtles. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And so I almost got a sense of that, mm. the idea of like the concept of the shell that would still be realized almost even in their own like encampments or tents or, I mean, inside you do see what appears to be like glowing jade, but worked into some kind of technology, whether that's a light source, heat source, uh, you know, or whatever they're using it for, or that that just, you know, is the refining process, or I, I'm not totally sure. But yeah, I got the sense like proof that that had something to do with Luxon tents and this being some kind of like operation or mining operation as opposed to them like hiding the jade that was underneath but I don't know it maybe looks, it's so good there's so much mm. depth to this like there's almost this the depth of field on this if you look at the foreground like you can see the difference between that and the background is, is somewhat you know and it, just like the whole image is just amazing Mm-hmm. And the art is just—it blows my absolute bloody mind. This. As soon as I saw this on the thumbnail for the actual trailer, I was like, "I want this concept art piece so bad!" And now mm. I have a screenshot of it. There you go. Okay. What about this one? This is an oh. interesting one. This one. Because it looks like things frozen, Ooh. but I think it's more to give you an idea. It's more of like this is really, really. Oh, like... Aren't those fish in a school? I thought oh, it was. Yeah. Fish. I actually think this is a dragon tail. I think those are I fish in a see, school. Looks like I fish, can see yeah. either. The ones at the front, definitely. Like, yes. Like, you can see yeah. that kind of fish shape, and then you can kind of see how their fins all seem to go through. You know what I mean? So, I, I agree. Mm. I think it's probably <laughs> a, like a massive school of fish. But I did also get the idea of almost um, what I was looking at. It also evoked for me, like it did for you, Kerf, the idea of like a spinal column. Or yeah, like yeah. the pieces of a tail. I um, I feel like I know what this is. This this looks more like a it looks more like someone's carved it. it oh, looks more be. like That's a carving. True. It actually true. looks like a carving. In all honesty, it does. I mean, but yeah. it is so sketchy that it could be either. You know, I I get that. Yeah, it could it could be. A, I guess a spinal carving. It looks I mean, more like a school, but in a way, it feels like. Yeah, why? Why are, we haven't seen yeah. hardly any carvings? Like, there would make sense to see carvings out of jade. How easy is it to do that? I guess, or they do it for the golems and everything else. But like, it would to be me, cool to see that. Yeah, to me, it's either an art installation, like big, big carving like that, or it's they decided to mine the jade out, but they wanted to leave the fish there because it was no use to them. That could yeah. also be another thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really interesting. Cool. Yeah. Oh, man. There, there probably will be there probably will be areas of jade that actually don't have a lot of magical essence to them. So there mm. probably are like hot zones for the jade as well. Yeah, that's um, just another narrative possibility. But I like the the camera angle of this concept art. It looks like we are inside some sort of tunnel or some mm-hmm. side of uh, some sort of cave, mm. and 
I'm really interested to see like deep. if we will have deep jade caves. Yeah, that we can go yeah, yeah, the yeah. many dungeons like they talked about. They also talked about many dungeons which we didn't uh, mention. But oh yeah, we could have these like yeah, I've got some these notes. caves um, that we can go in and fight bosses or find treasure or you know gather and craft some extra materials. I'll put that mini dungeons just to remind myself. Um, yeah, it looks awesome. And going through them on your turtle would be cool as well. Uh, I'm just going to continue with the, the, the art. Have a look. Because there were some other good bits and bobs. They harked on this for, for a good second. But damn, there was so much good stuff. Oh. Does anyone want to take a stab at that? <laughs> this one. I love this one. I think this one is so so interesting i mean there is the very real chance that what we're looking at is like a literal dragon that was frozen or is encased or is the corpse of a dragon there's also just the possibility that they decide like you know they built this and as they did they built this massive dragon monument that like twines through it all you know like you can see they've hung lanterns off of parts of it there are some areas where it looks like it is maybe all made of metal, like especially over on the right hand side, um, where you get some of those like purples and what you would consider maybe to be like more of a metallic sheen or something. Um, I just think this is such great chaos. <laughs> it just evokes so much. Um, and it feels maybe more like an abstraction, like this isn't maybe an actual location that we would 100% see. But I, I do really like the kind of feel of this imagery. Mm this art piece is one of my favorite art pieces that I've seen so far. And talking about like the monument to the dragons, uh, it kind of reminded me of like the very first teaser trailer that we got with Kunivang talking about like, they built lives off the very thing that sought to end theirs. So perhaps if it's Kunivang or some other dragon, maybe there is a sense of like there is um a good dragon almost that has increased their prosperity and this is them honoring uh the dragon that that helped them could be kunavang um i don't know if this necessarily looks like kunavang because we already did see kunavang in guild wars 2 uh, the trailer the art rendering in the cinematic uh trailer that we got i don't know if it necessarily looks like kunavang this almost looks like the other concept art piece where it's like um marjorie and Casimir near the um harvest temple and there's like mm -hmm. this spiraling dragon that's going up towards the top of it so honestly just like this gives me a, a lot of excitement for narrative ideas wait could this be the harvest temple built up i don't it didn't give me harvest temple unless they built other like um shrines and temples around it because i thought the mm -hmm. harvest temple was kind of just like this structure one was, thing like, yeah one thing it went straight up Oh, like this, as you can see, like there, there, this extends upwards out of this picture, right? Yeah, I really love what you said, Kruf. That line from the trailer, from like one of the trailers that we had, that they built, you know, off of the very backs of the thing that would have destroyed them. I think that like is so evoked in this to me, right? This like, even if you're looking at it in a, in just a kind of abstract way, and the idea that like the dragons, many of them would have just destroyed all life, but now their energy has been, I mean, contained in a sense, or or engaged in the world in this jade. We still don't know if there's like really bad repercussions for that, right? Like it's one of those things where it feels as though it may be a sort of temporary holding 
where like we know that magic has to return to the land but it's also not running rampant but we also know orene absorbed a bunch of it but we don't know like you know there's so much stuff with this right like but this idea that this civilization was made possible because you know everything from the the winds that threatens the livelihoods of all the people or the water source or all these things to the draconic magic that would have destroyed everyone consumed everyone to then see a civilization that literally has like harnessed that and used that to foster life and their own abundance is i think this piece just very much evokes that to me um it feels very much like that like here's this thing that you know can be viewed either as this threat that now we've built this life around or this entity that could be a protector could be i mean it's it's very cool i just think this whole piece is neat i would love if we get to actually see something like this in game but i also feel like again like i said it's almost it feels more like an abstraction to me like some of those other concept pieces that we see where it evokes a grand scale sense of something but isn't like an actual this is a location you go to on a map mm. yeah you're probably right and um, talking a little bit about what rook had mentioned a while ago is like dragons or dragon minions being uh, encapsulated in the jade what if like down the line they actually like cinematically they break free and destroy the town and it's like the deep sea dragons minions or something cinematic like that so i mean it could be something that so happens much. during the story yeah. in mm -hmm. the last in that in the zone because you know they've said how you know this impacts this potentially impacts things and it could be events where that does happen they rebuild or something maybe not that quickly but you know <laughs> but like you know on a, on a smaller scale you could see things like that happening it is very i i mean i think like in my head i'm i'm just like this is they've built into the jade there because that is jade you can see like on the yeah. my mouse is kind of going up it's a block of jade the dragon is intertwined with it in it and when we say talk freezing um it like it's not technically freezing because like you know obviously it's i mean it is freezing but it's not so what other word is there for it you know it's is it like i can't, I can't think of the word off the top of my head it's like in stasis it's yes just... yeah, yeah yeah it's like a stasis kind of state right it is like a stasis and that's what freezing is as well you think so it's, you know it's uh, so it's very similar but I'm trying to think of a different word. This is a good word. Um, Cryogenically frozen. Cryo. Yeah, frozenically. Yeah, crystallized. Yeah, crystallized. Kind of. Yeah, but like you know, so so it's there and it exists and it's that's real. Right. I don't think that's been carved out. I mean, you know, maybe it is a carving. You don't know because it's very green, but I think that's still just residue left on it. But you know, this is the the idea is that this is just. I think because it's concept art is supposed to be epic in this way. I think, you know, it is a dragon. It is going in and out of the jade. And almost it's a way of... It, it feels like a... It feels like a... a show, like showing off in a way. Like, you know, like, do you know what I mean? Like they're showing their mm -hmm. their, their skill and, uh. and the, you know, they're making their civilization on the back, literally off the back of dragons yeah. and jade. Like literally... Yeah. Like in and it's it's kind of a very powerful image and a statement in that very fact. So just because because of leaving it there as well, yeah. and obviously you know maybe it'd be dangerous to remove it, but like it's a pretty big statement if you think about it. I don't know. 
It's interesting. Yeah, in the off chance that this is a real live dragon currently attacking this village, it it doesn't look like it's doing very much damage to it. It looks be, being very careful about yeah, walking nicely over the buildings. <laughs> exactly. It's very well <laughs> there, placed. I mean, there maybe is maybe in the top middle there an explosion, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only place where I think, yeah, that you could yeah. it could be. It kind of does mm -hmm. look like that, yeah. It's, it's just like, I love images like this where it gives you so much food for thought as well because it's you know it's fun to analyze that stuff um let's have a look at the next one I'm talking more about the flipping art than we are Honestly, <laughs> the they, got, they despawned everything in the map so it's like how much can we go on and on about the True. environmental beauty of jade and green True. i mean here you go and there was this right what no, is that is in the middle oh there? Is it a face that's uh mordermoth is back toad <laughs> i i don't know what is toad. it Turtle toad. I don't know. It's Port the head of the dragon. Is it the head? Yeah. It could be. yeah. It looks... Oh, you're muted, by the way. Uh, oh. I mean, rook, rook. Oh. oh. Sorry. Oh, no, I just said maybe. I oh, mean, you, okay. can, <laughs> you can see to the right what appears to be a coil of that dragon, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And the left. So yeah. the, the coil comes through. Oh, yeah. And just behind our heads on the left. Yeah. So <laughs> it does seem like the thing in the middle would be probably be somehow connected to that right yeah. like yeah. it seems as though it would be like a linking piece but um i mean it agreed just... as well it just seems so abstract i really can't tell exactly what it is mm. it looks like a suggestion of something organic amidst all the rest mm. um and he i decided guess it... to get his head stuck in the middle of there for some reason <laughs> maybe i'm just looking at it trying i mean to they've mined out. it around right they've, they've it's a piece it's the centerpiece to the area i mean they've mined around it they've mined that section out definitely it looks like because it's so blocked it's so precise you know what maybe that's exactly what it is maybe it is the deep sea dragon that's sort of just stuck there right now because they mined out around it but not it itself they're in the I mean, trailer. That would be pretty incredible. I'm not going to lie. If this really was a literal location and we're talking about Jade Sea and we talked about the possibility of it being like actually frozen in the sea and or being drawn out. If we think about the precedent that was discovered with like the fact that it seems as though the um, oh, what's he called? The the one guy that broke out of the Jade, he's Jade Maw. Um, mm -hmm. Like if the Jade Maw survived in there, it could very well be that like there just wasn't enough to wake the deep sea dragon. And so it was just like you said, like those fish in that concept art, they mined around it. So it's still encased in a layer of jade, mm -hmm. but they built all this stuff around it and left it as it was, maybe thinking it was dead or in stasis or that, you know, they thought, you know, um, and when they mined enough, or it, the other dragons fell and that rush of magic came this way, you know, Icebird Saga, all that stuff. It mm. does wake this creature and we do mm. get something like the city being destroyed in some kind of meta. I mean, they did mention <sighs> a mysterious city at the end of this and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. Oh, what, you, but... think so you think the magic that was released by us killing Mordranoff, um, or all the recent dragons, to be fair, <laughs> is kind of floating towards Camper and they can't, could be consumed by the dragons here and they can break out, maybe? Yeah, yeah possibly it's what awakens this creature, the deep sea dragon. This, I would love to see that. This could be the deep sea, sea dragon, but there's also another character that we have no idea about, and that being Mother. And in the trailer, 
we have mother talking with Kunavang and Aureen. And Aureen's like, I, I, it's, you sound like a song half remembered. And then um, mother's like, in due time, you'll know who I am. So maybe, maybe mm. mother, the mother of the dragons is actually, instead of this being the deep sea dragon, because there is reference that the deep sea dragon is causing trouble for the Largos already kind of right. established, I believe. So this could, this might be the deep sea dragon. They can always retcon like a small tidbit. But it, this could also maybe be Mother. And Mother, in the trailer that we see, the reason why Aureen goes there is that Mother is, like, communicating with Aureen through the mists because Mother can't move. Mother's encapsulated <laughs> in Jade. Mama's stuck in a Mama Jade city move. right now. Mama can't make it. Yeah. So. And then maybe that would explain why they were feeling comfortable building cities off of a back of maybe a beneficial dragon or like because Kunavang seems to also be communicating with mother so maybe Kunavang is like the envoy of mother to to the Canton society i always thought that it was Kunavang talking to the deep sea dragon though because no, i mean that a mysterious character that we have not met yet yeah i thought i thought it was the deep sea dragon i thought that it was like Kunavang's mother essentially no, I there's two possibilities that mother is the deep sea dragon, but I kind of like the idea that mother and the deep sea dragon are separate because that would create a better hierarchy for the elder dragon system. I no, I I agree. I think that they should be separate. I just don't think that Kunavang was necessarily talking to mother rather than like because Kunavang could have a relationship with a deep sea dragon that is mother's daughter relationship, but it doesn't have to be mother mother, you know. That's true. Well, biological if, if the salt sprays are like actually like um told and revealed to be descended. Or is it the mother of all dragons? dragons. <gasps> she just pops in. Daenerys? Yeah. Literally. She's just that. She just flies She's in. She's hanging out down there. Yeah. They did her dirty in the TV they adaptation. Did her dirty. So, <laughs> so Guild Wars 2 is like, we're going to fix it. We'll fix it. Don't worry. <laughs> you know the world turtle idea? Like, you know, you know, or like there's turtle and on the back is the world, like there, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yes. I would find it amazing if we were on the back of a dragon. You, you okay there, bud? And End of Dragons was the end of the world and the game just died and then there was Guild Wars 3 in space? Is that what you're no, trying I'm to thinking, say? I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking Tyria <laughs> itself is like a world uh, turtle, but it's a world uh, dragon and Mother is at the center Ooh. of Tyria and it's just all built on top of her. That's pretty cool. Mm. Or oh, Mother, Gaia, all the things. Yeah. I mean. The planet is Mommy. one big dragon egg. Yeah. But inside of it is just mama. <laughs> God. Okay. <laughs> what else? Let's have a look. Ah, uh, the turtle. The turtle area. The siege turtle area. So they talked about this area again. If you can't see the video, sorry. Um, and we just literally talked about the arts for ages and just realized that if you audio, you won't understand a single thing of what we said. But there was some art featured halfway through. Uh, the guild chat. Also, there is this area in the map where it's like a, a hatchery, they called it, where you where they hatch turtles, and this is where they breed. You bring up the siege turtles, and there are several events around there where you can. Well, they talked about him and Ruby. I thought was going to cry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fair play. Um, and like you know, where you defend the turtles, you train them, and you bring them up, and you know these are going to be our new mounts in the next expansion. This is pretty cool, right? I mean, they kind of left the area pretty quick, but like, <laughs> I was, they ruined it. 
It's nice to see a little hatchery. Yeah. Considering we also got the trailer for the actual siege turtle, this was a nice little area to see a real world understanding of where siege turtles come from in the hatchery system. Now, we do know that we're going to be growing or like helping uh, age and guide our baby turtle into a siege turtle (laughs) we're gonna grow them (laughs) breed them Um, do you mean bring them up do you mean like nurse them (laughs) I don't children babies I respect them I'll watch them I'm like you grow you you feed them like they're a plant and then they grow tall and strong (laughs) Or short. I don't know. But anyways, so we do have the idea that we have to uh, help parent them. I don't know if we're going to do it here. I feel like having it in the open world would be a little... They did confirm that this is part of the quest to obtain them. Probably part of it to obtain them. But I feel like there should be kind of like with the Sunspear instance, like uh, a place to return back to. Please don't do that. (laughs) Please don't do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that, Kruv. I think that's going to be Arborstone. Yeah, I, I was going to, I was just Arborstone about to say. Too. Yeah. I think, I think Arborstone will probably be like where we nurse and help guide our turtle. As long as it's nothing like the Sky Scale, then I don't care. No Roller Beetle. They said it's going to be like the Roller Beetle. Okay, good. Oh, Jesus, I bloody hated that. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I was, you know, I, 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 wow, I, I guess I liked it. Hate is a very strong word for your strong. favorite game in the it universe. Is. It is, and the people I love. <laughs> but like the, like, but like, I didn't, I didn't massively enjoy it, and I don't know many people. I know people that do. And fair play, you enjoyed that experience. It was great. I what it was like. I like, mean, I think there was, were there were good and bad components, oh right? God. I think that the parts of it that were really fun and compelling were the parts that were more narratively driven. The parts Mm -hmm. where you got to raise them and you had the special Mm. actions and you got to feed them and you got to build a bond with this little creature. The parts that I personally loathed were the parts that were like, do the exact same circuit of the map five, six, eight, nine times. Mm -hmm. And it's the exact same thing, but you just have to like click on a slightly different object like that to me, that that's the difference. I like a narrative story that has interesting little things. I like the idea of rearing and taking care of a small creature and forming a bond with it. I think all of that is fun and works well and it keeps your interest. And it again, we're very empathetic creatures for the most part. And yeah. we like, you know, cute little things that look at us and we give them food and we're like, oh, look at you, you small little life form. I love you. Like, I say that to my cats every day as I feed them. Um, It's just like, we like those kinds of things so that stuff resonates with us. Um, Maybe not everybody, but many people. Um, But the things that stink are the things where it's just like, why am I doing this dumb thing again for the hundredth millionth time? Like, why am I just like, I've literally had to waste over an hour just running around and I feel like I don't really have any actual journey off of this or, you know. So um, I like the length of the duration that they said. My big thing with this area, creatures and animals in any fantasy world can be whatever they want. So I'm guessing that in this world, right, our siege turtles, especially because they called them turtles and not tortoises, do have some kind of semi-aquatic nature. Um, But because they look like a tortoise, it's a little weird. (laughs) Like, it's like... Okay. I can give you some info. I can give you some info if you want. 
like as to that because because people no this isn't inside information this is information that guild wars 2 haven't given us but other websites have because they've got the articles out there telling you all about the siege tales uh pc gamer loads of other sites so so basically because i I, you're gonna i actually maybe explain what you're gonna say to see if you're all right because i feel like you're gonna explain maybe what the turtle's gonna do Oh, no, I was going to talk about real-life examples of tortoises versus turtles and the oh, fact that... <laughs> Damn it, I thought you were going to come out with some, like, <laughs> you're going to rock some flipping I some can predictions. transition you to where you want to go. No, no I was no, just no. going to say right. that because they look like tortoises, they should be in sand pits and not in water. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I, I still don't get this. Turtles are supposed to be in the water and tortoises are not. Like, it's yes, like, it makes it weird. <laughs> it's weird to me. I think it's because they're doing like their own <laughs> they're doing their own iteration of them, right? They've given them a more tortoise-like look because to me tortoises look more tank-like, right? Yeah. They are bigger, they are beefier. They they because they can't escape to the water, they have to have more inherent defense. Um whereas like turtles come in many shapes and forms, both soft shell and hard shell, but um like they tacos. have yeah, like tacos, uh, but they have the luxury mm. of being able to escape into the water as part of their defense. So it's really a fantasy thing. But to me, when I saw all the water, I was like, they're going to drown. <laughs> they're tortoises. <laughs> You'll drown them. Don't put the babies in the water. Okay. Um, so, so that here was you it. Go. But yeah. all of that to say, Jebro, I am really curious, though. Like, what do you think the the their mobility is going to be like like do you think they'll be able to go in the water in this fantasy world do we transition to siege turtles do we just go there now i think you should but i think i gotta go because i've got a very impatient dog (laughs) okay we okay so do you have to legitimately go if you do, yeah. then okay. 99% sure much right. like hand sanitizer we're on the 99.9% scale at this point we'll, we'll replace you as <laughs> well just with, be with muted a fine here guest. the whole time if okay. you want that i mean we can be you can mute yourself if you want and come back we may be gone but how long are you gonna be <laughs> we're not I'm doing a live podcast here or anything boots so you're in your own time <laughs> i feel like if we were to wrap up I mean, we've talked about a lot of things, right? And there is going to be an entire stream about the the Siege Turtles. I'm not going to get to talk about, about it. I'm going to talk about the Siege Turtles. <laughs> well, you'll have to watch it afterwards and then do a yeah. late podcast on it, mm-hmm. Jebra. I know you want. I know you want to talk about it. I know you love the turtle. Siege turtle one. <laughs> right, how long do you have boots? If anyone, I have. I don't know. Apparently, no time at all. Okay. Zero time. Well, well, Boots, how about you go and we'll just talk about this for like, we'll talk about this for 10 minutes. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Okay. Right. We'll just talk right. for 10 minutes. That's all. Bye, Boots. Thank you, buddy. We love you, face. Uh-oh. Whoa. It's messed up everything. <laughs> no. I am oh, no. now Boots. You are both no. and Cruff. I am now Jebro. Okay, let me just take all these things. Hello, hello. Welcome <laughs> to the stream. Oh, my God. I'm not that Who pretty. Who wants to eat some crumpets and tea we eat one tea time, we froze the tea and we're eating it one time Broke. i dropped cornbread I, I dropped cornbread on the floor and i picked it up and i ate it 
It was delicious. I don't know. I can't happening. be here anymore. Yes. I can't be here anymore. <laughs> wait, I have to get my shears real quick. Oh wait. Are you having shears? <laughs> my shears. I was gonna shave my head. Um, okay. Just like real fast. <sighs> <laughs> All right, I'll put tip oh up where Boots was. We're good, kind of. Okay, so. Real quick. So in this article for uh, the Siege Channel. PC Gamer. What? Brought to you by PC Gamer. Uh, well, and other <laughs> other places. I don't know if it's PC Gamer. I can't remember where I read it. But basically, so Siege Channel, you're going to be out. It's going to have, I mean, in the trailer as well, which I can, which I can definitely find. Um, the... Siege Turtle can basically has been going to be able to do every, things that mostly every mount can do. <laughs> so it's a jack of all trades. So you're going to be able to use these boosters to travel up. You're going to be able to travel in the, in the sea with the turtle, but not on top of it. You're going to float down and you're going to actually be able to walk along the floor. <laughs> They which stunk. is random because <laughs> like you could like i feel like maybe you can boost through the sea maybe i don't know i don't know what this is um just the hand <laughs> movement i chose um and yeah there's also, also you can you can like have the person on the back and they can shoot but also like they talked about damage and they were talking about like doing about seven or eight k damage per single per target and how like people won't use this thing as the main thing to take like wild bosses and stuff down because it won't be as much damage as you getting off your man and doing all the things. Um, so they talked about that. They talked about loads of different stuff. It's worth reading some of these. Uh, I will post maybe some links in the description. Let's get real. I probably won't. So go Google it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I said it and that just took it away. Um, but it looks very interesting as well. I'm just going to show uh, a quick trailer for the Siege Tale. But did you both see the Siege Tale trailer? Yes. Yes, I did. I even have a video on it, so if anyone's in chat... Ooh. You're more than welcome to come to my video and watch it. Oh, yes, and Rook just posted that as well. I was also thinking of that little concept art piece. We have our own private mm. inside information. We do have our private chat. chat. I yeah, I... Behind the curtain. <laughs> I, funnily enough, just tossed this piece of art up for my stream earlier because I just had it from some of the, you know, graphics and stuff that I've done. Um, the yeah. like mm -hmm. the deep sea dragon or just the dragon that we've seen underwater um, in a lot of the end of dragons artwork and even that one that's kind of twining up the tower in that picture of Marjorie and Kaz looks a lot like that one that is twining through the city even down to like the little frill along its back and stuff like that don't know if there's a connection there but it does seem possible and it's like a two possible. as well <laughs> Looks like Gildor's too. Wow. I know, no, wow, right? All right, right, right. Wow. I'm excited. Good observations. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> fine, crew, fine. But I really like this. There's an engineer main as well. There's a shot in here. Look at, look at the little one. Look at the little baby one. Very cute. Sorry. And it was, you could see that when you get the siege turtle, the base skin of it, you can dye its shell. So you can have a an iridescent pink turtle if you want if you're a barb <laughs> you can represent Nicki minaj and uh <gasps> ride on a pink seed turtle pink friday out now <laughs> does anybody watch tiktok i don't know <laughs> sometimes but not as much as you apparently but look at the asura sitting in the chair like on the back like look look at how it's yeah. integrated yeah. into the show it just looks so good it's cool um, I will say that its little face definitely looks more turtle than tortoise yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. like snapping turtle 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I yeah. love the um the dragon head on top of it. The oh, someone yeah. tagged me in a post on Twitter how it is reminiscent to one of the oh, uh, yes. mythological creatures. Yeah. Yes, I saw that. That's so cool. I believe Chinese mythology or uh, mm -hmm. of the region. So that was a lovely touch to see. And uh, it looks a bit incredible. different from the original concept art, but of course, concept art, you iterate. And I think that this honestly looks a little bit more exciting and maybe a little bit more threatening. So I like, yeah, there you go. I like the direction they went. They're yeah. on the bottom As of the always, sea. Yeah, yeah. As <laughs> always, I so um, am constantly impressed by how they animate creature movements in this mm. game. So good. This is something that is like very hard for games to do. And especially MMOs where you have a lot of mounts where a lot of times they just have some sort of generic rig and maybe a few of them will have some kind of unique animations, but it's very rare that you see, I think the real weight movement, everything from the, the bone structure to flesh, to muscles, to scales, all those things. When you go to the zoo and you look at animals, they are so distinctively different for every creature. The way they carry weight, the way that they move, the way that they navigate. It's something that Guild Wars 2 just knocks out of the park in a way that almost no other MMO that I know does. Um, because they have the luxury, I guess, of each different, you know, mount being its own specialized kind of creature. So they know exactly what they're going to do for that. But even with the skins and things that they create for them, a lot of times they really do some beautiful detail work. Um, like I'm thinking of like the jackal and the deer version of it. I mean, like the animations yeah. for that, totally different and absolutely gorgeous. Um, so this little siege turtle preview delighted me because I love the dumb way their little floppy feet you keep go. That, so. <laughs> they go like this. They go bloop 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 bloop. Just like and it just and when they run fast, it's just like it's so. And cute. that's another thing. Running fast. We talked about the uh, the jetpack and the underwater movement, but also as you move more and you continue to walk the sea turtle actually builds up its speed yeah. mm -hmm. to the point where you become like almost like a roller beetle yeah so you can't actually turn yeah exactly you can't turn as well like yeah it gets more difficult so yeah it definitely takes on these kinds of i mean look yeah it just runs it's so good like seeing them run again along the floor and seeing the turtles coming <laughs> out of the war it really oh, this should, it just feels like it should be a world v world thing like they really should take some yeah. kind of essence of this into world v world i really like they said in the article that they're considering it and that they wanted to talk to the world versus to. world community about how they felt about implementing something like this before putting it in but that they've already been designing with this in mind or maybe so, mm, okay well maybe or maybe like some limited availability or yeah you have I to think... spec into it maybe i don't know I think they're going to focus, of course, on alliances first, get that nailed down, do some balancing. <laughs> yeah, and then... yeah, yeah. Good Lord. Then, then please do and that. Then after That's... that, after that, I think I think it's inevitable uh, that they're going to put in the siege turtle. But Can I you think... imagine like loads of turtles just charging this wall yeah. down, and, like but charging. But I think the, the one thing about this, they probably have to get rid of the jetpack because. Oh yeah, they won't do it's... that. No, no, no. I don't think they would yeah. do that. You would scale walls yeah. too easily. They would probably have to slow it down as well. So if you do reach max speed, you're not just like zooming across. Just be the world v world mount speed, yeah. Yeah, probably. But I I do find the idea of adding new siege and co-op mounts as like using it as a siege tool on like keeps and walls to be really interesting. It just and makes sense. Idea, yeah, it does. Yeah. It's in the name, siege turtle. Siege yeah, world exactly, world world. exactly. But just also the silly. idea of like an armada of siege turtles, just like 
stalking and approaching underwater and then they pop up and it's just like a wave of seed turtles and people are on map chat in their alliance chat like a bunch of seed turtles just showed up in the cave yeah, but like Come stealth yeah. siege turtles as well like yeah. you, they were all in stealth and like you just oh. like and they're just all well, in front of the feet oh. i mean one of its design features actually is perfect for that because it sinks down to the bottom of the water you don't see it at the surface yeah, yeah, yeah. right you don't see it skimming so you could absolutely use that as like a stealth approach to go deep under the water and then pop up next to like a keep or something you know could you imagine like roaming and then all of a sudden you see like five sea turtles just like pop out and you're like oh i'm gonna turn around now what about 50 Chris? Oh, yeah. can you actually can you go back two seconds in the video jeb this is such a tiny detail um okay. Uh, go back to the part where after you see the little baby you get another shot of the the big boy and he like lifts up his foot and puts it down on the ground here just after this i think where he puts yeah so when he puts oh. his foot down this okay. is just another little detail thing look at how his toes after he actually puts his weight down splay wow. out as the weight sinks it's like those are the details that almost nobody is going to notice but whoever designed that you put did. the time and love into it, you know? Like, it's such an incredibly cool detail because they are big, heavy creatures. So you get the sense. He puts his foot down, and then the little claws, the little toes spread out as the weight sinks into it. Like, that's just so good! Also in that shot. <laughs> sea Turtle is stealing the show, but also in that shot, there is a portal behind it. And I feel like the area that they're showing us, because it was so vibrant and bright, I do kind of think that's Arborstone. So I think they might be hinting mm. at the idea that w they originate mm. and we kind of like foster them in Arbor Stone. Yeah, yeah. Echo Cloud Forest is so was so dark in the live stream that they showed, and they never yeah. went to an area that was like vibrant and bright and golden. So maybe Arbor Stone is like kind of our base of operations, maybe personal player housing. But I could definitely see it. The, you always have to have some instance to show um the growth of a baby as what happened with the sky scale it went from a small egg and then we had a little hatchling and it was an instance area it's really difficult to do that thing uh in in the open world so that those were the those were the little uh details that kind of helped me kind of uh yeah. conclusion to give more explanation mm -hmm. as to why i said that earlier i i'm wondering like you know that dragon talking about on top of the shell i was like i want i wonder if like free masteries or something if you could do like a flamethrower out of it so cool. no, I, I think it's actually a snake on top oh, is, is that is that right it could be a snake yeah well, actually, I I believe, snake. yeah yeah hold on let me see i believe Thanks, it's based off of here in chat we see and i apologize for my pronunciation um shuan wu uh which is a powerful deity let me see which would be one of the four lords discussed. Uh, I mean, and it could be, I mean, serpent slash dragon. I think, you know, there are similar yeah. looks, but I was looking to see, hold on. I think it's a snake that's supposed to be twined around. Yes, entwined together with a snake. Usually depicted as a turtle entwined together with a snake. Uh, so interesting. that detail of how its coils go around the shell and stuff. That makes sense. Um, also, really clever way to work that in. And yeah. I saw that tweet too, and it was such a, it was so neat. What a good catch. I don't remember who initially made it, but. Also, the topic of snakes. Guild Wars 2 has never done snakes, really, mm. ever. There's one ambient snake somewhere in the game, but then we... I know the last stream, they talked about how there's a person in um, in Echovald Forest who moved to Echovald uh, Wilds because they couldn't keep their five snakes in New Kainang. So that's yeah. another aspect. I would love to see some more snakes in Guild Wars 2. We don't really get them. <laughs> so little, okay. little bullet point under that.
Cool. Well, we could probably go on for a while about Siege Tales, but instead we're going to end. Uh, because I will try and get a show out. Um, it might just be a combination of things. I don't know what's coming. I think, what is the date of the next... What is the date of the... Wait, is it next week? It's next week, what? isn't it? It's next week. Or... And then we have Beta 4. It's a busy time for Guild Wars 2. Wait, next week is Beta 4. Uh, November 30th, I believe. Is it November so 30th? Oh, Not okay. Oh, it's not next week. Okay. I was like, oh, God. Next week's too we'll busy. Probably, we'll probably get the patch notes and the balance patch notes. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay. I get. I guess the podcast afterwards, we can do the plays episode and we can all play on Siege Show. Oh, <gasps> wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Errol's face. Yes. If you're up for it, everyone. Yes, yes, we yes. Can Absolutely. Can do we can do, we can do a Siege Show tour of maps and just go underwater and do all the things and fly around on them. That's what we'll do. But I we... wonder how many maps we're going to be able to test out with the Siege Turtle. Because I imagine there's a mastery line with It probably gives all the things, I guess, unlocked. Really? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, we want to try because, like, boosters and stuff, I mean, I guess you unlock them. Maybe. We'll have to find out next I mean, week yeah, when we'll they tell us what we're going to get in the beta. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. First-person camera. I don't think it's going to sell. I don't think you can do first-person camera on a mount. Uh, if I may, that reminded me to sing praises again because we talked about like how the developers probably were listening to feedback. This one was so much better because they actually went into first person mode and like looked up. So I just want to commend the the showcase of it once more. Is like that was like something that I really appreciated um, and taking their time in the zones. That it reminded me of it. The whole the whole show was good, and and Production. yeah, definitely that's good that they're listening to all the things. Oh good. Excellent. We're gonna we're gonna go unless anyone has anything to add. The next one there will not be a Lightbringers next week unless I can arrange for a time to all to get all to get together maybe. But like it's Thanksgiving and uh, I don't I'll know. I'll stream on Wednesday. Yeah, is gonna for stream Wednesday. There you go. Um, maybe Bird's Chess will. You'll find out. Um, duo maybe. <laughs> I would so be down for a duo. Let's do this. There yeah. Watch each other and give feedback, and then we just like do it. I would be one hundred percent down. Let's do it. Awesome. Well, there we go. That will be a thing. And if not, I will definitely be on Wednesday evening to talk about the things. Hopefully, uh, and we'll have a look at the stuff. Or I'll talk to you a lot about it if it's something else. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm just thinking out loud. This is not it's not important for right now because right now we're going to end. Okay, everyone, thank you very much for watching the AF episode of the Lightbringers. Boots was here, unfortunately Bye. had to leave. So please make sure you go and follow all this stuff. It was down below in the description. Same as uh, same as Rook. Same as I was going to say Crook. Same as <laughs> same as Rook. Same I've been as Crook. Crook. I've been Rook. <laughs> I have just, I've been all over the place today. I love it. My new identity. Uh, it really is. It really is a chore. Um, <laughs> Rook, tell us where you do the things, what you do, and how you do them. Streaming wise. Yes. Hello, everybody. I am a variety of broadcaster with a focus on Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars 2.
You can catch me usually trying to get roughly one YouTube video out per week, although we've been working on some bigger projects recently, so that's just taken me a little more time. Um, but I stream as well uh, throughout the week, usually Wednesday through Saturday, and Friday and Saturday you can catch me on different podcasts, including The Lightbringers, which it is always great to be on. Thank you so much, Jeb. Uh, it's great to get to play with everybody, to get to group up, to get to hang out, to nerd out about the games that we love, and I'm always happy to see everybody or welcome in new people, so feel free to say hey. Uh, I've been talking about this rebrand that's happening, and <laughs> as always, there's five million moving pieces and new art and new website and all kinds of things, and it keeps getting delayed, but at some point, my name will be switching from Bird of Chess to Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I, and very likely it will happen in the next couple weeks. So keep an eye out and don't panic if you look for me and it's different, because <laughs> it will be. So that's it for me. Oh, um, hold on though. I'm so scared. <laughs> what? Oh no, I got a text message. Oh That's God, you're doing <laughs> <laughs> I had to do the first callback. As the phone got picked up, I was like, oh, this is one hell of a callback. One hell of a callback. Um. Crip. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Crip. So I do YouTube stuff. You uh, are more than free to watch or not watch. It's your own free will. But I'd appreciate if you just gave it a watch if you're interested in Guild Wars 2 stuff. So it's over on Guild Wars 2. I'm not, not on Guild Wars 2. YouTube channel. It's on my YouTube channel. I'm not that high level yet. Um, but I also do Twitch stuff here. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. It's a lot of fun. Also, the the uh, socks that I'm wearing, they say Muckluck. So Muckluck was a secret feature on the, the stream is, uh, today. Thanks for having me back. Please come back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How do you get your film? I, I started working on my legs more recently, like working out legs, and my thighs are killing me. I can't even lift my foot up now. It's I just make like... sure you're doing stretches. It's, hard. Well, it's the first time I've worked on my legs for a long time, so it was like, oh God. Anyway, that sounded weird. Um, I'm not gonna lie, Kroof, I missed that you lifted your foot up because I was tabbing through something. Oh, so all I heard was something muckluck and then just like silence. And I was like, what is going on right now? Did you not hear me sigh as well? <laughs> I heard your <laughs> sigh, yes, yes. I also cannot read what's on the bottom of your sock anyway, so. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I will take a picture and upload it to Twitter. Yes, please but... take a picture of your foot and give it to me on Twitter. Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> on the internet always goes super well. Just be careful of TOS. <laughs> and the foot stuff that goes on. <laughs> that people enjoy. Um, okay. That's fine. I, I'm not kink shaming. I kink welcome. If anything. Um, okay. <laughs> The Lightbringers podcast, where we don't kink shame, we only kink welcome. Yeah, we do kink welcome. That's my stream, man. I kink uh, welcome. As long as you're respectful and uh, everything is safe and everyone consents, then let's go. Um, kink is a hose, and there are kinks in the hose, and you have to unkink the hose, and that's my kink. <laughs> Thanks, Crufflepuff. Now over to you, Jebra. <laughs> and here with the weather. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's 
30th episode that was gonna happen oh, well it's an episode oh yeah. happy 30th yeah, oh, it's the 30th before my 40th <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well not quite yet we're not there yet um okay yes it's the 30th episode of the Lightbringers podcast if you do want to support the podcast you can do so on anchor.fm uh, as well as doing it on Spotify and other places. You can watch the video version of the podcast on Spotify. You can hit the, when you hit the podcast itself, you can see a little play button. You should be able to check out the video um, on the actual Spotify player. You can also watch it on your phone. Also, you can listen on Google, on iTunes, and on all the things, podcast websites. We got reviewed recently by a different couple of places. It's like one of the top 10 MMORPG podcasts and other what? places as well. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. There's been like people like this podcast a lot. Jeb, that is super <gasps> cool. I'm so yeah. sorry we're on your podcast every week. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry we're like. It's, it's like work. a website that you know made people probably don't know. I could, I need to find it myself. That's but like, pe- like it's listed in a lot of places apparently. I was yeah. Like, people must have something worth this. Oh right, right, fine. <laughs> I'm not very good at this kind of stuff. Sometimes I'm I'm good at marketing sometimes, but then sometimes I'm just like quiet about things. Jeff, you post that info. You put up a picture. We will retweet the ever living hell out of it. We will be so excited. It was a while ago. That's so cool. It was a while ago. I just thought I'd mention that. That's amazing. That's so huge. You started this. You brought all of those weirdos together. That's amazing. I'll tell you. I'll tell you another step, which is pretty cool. Uh, Where is it? We have over. We are close to 30,000 plays as well. Oh, nice. That's not too shabby. It's pretty good. Uh, And we've got, apparently, yeah, so that's pretty cool. So it's definitely been getting more traction, that's for sure. Uh, It's on Spotify's a good place. So if you don't want to share it with your friends, share it with all the people, do other things. Twitch.tv slash JebraUni every Friday, other than... You know, major holidays like Thanksgiving and stuff, because you're probably with your families. And if you like Thanksgiving is not celebrated by everyone, and that's absolutely fine around the world or even in America, um, take some time off. Uh, don't listen to this or listen to this recorded, all the previous episodes and all of our stuff. So you've got loads of stuff to do on a Thursday, Friday, probably more stuff than you've got time. So no excuse. Sort it out. <laughs> subscribe comment follow let us know your thoughts comments um how uh what you enjoyed uh about the guild chat as well and how you feel about the jade c in general if you want and if you like the color green and which shade of it you prefer if you want really want to someone's bound to make a stupid comment like that um so <laughs> anyway i will see you soon don't forget follow me all the things as well jebro unity and jebro guild wars 2 look on the the google things if you want to also if you want to pre-order the expansion all three of our links are on the um youtube description section so you can buy from my link or you can buy from truth's link or bird's chess's or rook's link sorry as well well thanks otherwise we can see you later thanks very much for watching the Lightbringers podcast episode number 30 we will see you next time take care and good evening day morning and happy thanksgiving to our american friends bye bye